What is going on, my boy? Yo, what's good, my brother? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing, man. Finally counting, you know what I'm saying? Coming to grip with that. We're not going to the Super Bowl this year, man. <laughs> took, a, took a week. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Right and set in, you know what I'm saying? Dealing with the bullshit. I'm getting trolled and all that. And, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I learned learn a lesson, man. Get your shit in while you can. Don't try. I try to be the positive fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'm out the way now. Chiefs, I ain't got too many rivals. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Definitely out the way. AFC West is definitely out the way. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, I don't know. People just went crazy this with this loss or whatever, and had it up at my expense. And I could have had so much fun shitting on Cowboy fan, Raiders fan, Steelers fan. We put them out the playoffs, mm-hmm. but. You know, you know what I'm saying? Fool me once and shame on me. Yeah. Well, not the first time, but you know. Yeah, um, in my new journey. All right. Well, yeah, because yeah, you didn't, like you said, you know about that shit. Gotcha. So, so um, anybody that's wondering what he's referring to, you know, I'm quite sure we all know by now that. The championship weekend was last Sunday, which we saw the Bengals and Chiefs and the 49ers and Rams. And two pivotal matchups. This was winner gets a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Um, starting with the AFC, it was the Bengals and Arrowhead Stadium taking on the Chiefs. And Chiefs with the Rockets crowd jumped out to a 21-3 lead up 18 um, in my opinion, started to get a little too cute, you know what I mean? A little too cocky. And they ended up the Bengals ended up scoring right before the half. And then the Chiefs had a chance to score literally right before the half. And technically at the end of the game as well, but we'll get there. And just squandered the opportunity. I mean, even at that time, I'm pretty quite sure nobody really thought like well, that might come back to bite them. I mean, some people probably did, but I was one of them. You know, a lot, a lot of people probably thinking like, ah, you know, the Bengals can't do nothing with them anyway, and this and that. And then it it commenced to be like a completely different game after halftime. Um, Chiefs were pretty much shut out the whole entire second half until the last, where they were able to get a field goal to um, tie the game to send it to overtime. Um, Bengals had scored a couple of touchdowns. Well, field goal and then a touchdown with a two-point conversion. And then they hit a go-ahead field goal. Like I said, Chiefs came back, hit the field goal, goes to overtime, and which that was already a hot topic the entire week. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh, people want the overtime rules to change and Obviously, you know, the big thing is, oh, when you get the coin flip, call heads, call heads, call heads, and the Bengals call heads, and the band tails. Uh, as soon as the Chiefs won the toss, the crowd just completely erupted. You know, they just knew that this game was over. Patty Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill in overtime, this, this game is over. And Bengals... Got a stop, you know, got a couple of stops first and second down. Um, Patty ends up throwing, I'm not going to call it a Hail Mary, but a, 
a force. I say a force pass to Yeah, I say a force pass to Tyreek. That was ill advised. You say ill advised? Yeah, double covered, man. Yeah, ill advised pass to Tyreek. Um, maybe, maybe if it's like, you know, one of your bigger guys, right? Maybe, but Tyreek, Tyreek, like you want to, he has to outspeed people. You know what I mean? You don't want him to go up and get it like against people. And ball ended up getting tipped um, from by the safety to the cornerback. He ended up making an interception. Bengals ended up gaining enough yards to set up Money McPherson, who's been unbelievable this back half of the season. Because I remember completely ragging on him uh, when the Bengals played Green Bay mid-season, and he missed a couple of kicks that could have won him that game, but. They're going to the Super Bowl. Bengals from the AFC. How'd you feel about this game, Mr. Chiefs fan? Oh, man. I was just fucked up about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like the – but you you know me. When we be in the parties watching the games or whatever, I'm never totally convinced and uh-huh. to the point where you're like, man, chill out. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. This is the stuff I be fearing, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like – like you said, we squandered the opportunity right before half. Like – it seems like they have been going through some progression um, with the office and Patty. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, okay, he stopped just forcing and looking for deep passes all the time. They started checking the check downs. Mm-hmm. So now the next progression has to be take the points. Don't leave points on the on the board. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, like, we should have at the very least got a, a field goal right before half. End up didn't get anything. You know what I'm saying? So – and like I got records, I I was talking to game through like the whole game, and I was like, man, I hope that don't come back to bite us, and it did. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? And like you said, we got shut down the whole second half. It's like they took away the check down and shit, and then like all of a sudden now, so Patty has to learn this phase too. You know what I'm saying? Because he was completely stomped back. Okay, they took down the check down. Like now you got to figure out um, how to beat this shit. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of seen a few. Passes where I think he could have made and shit. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? But like, <clears throat> I don't know if he just didn't trust it in the clutch or what. You know what I'm saying? Because McCole Harmon maybe dropped a few jumps, but like, like one jump he forced the semi, and I think running like a post or some shit like that, Harmon had a, a step on semi and shit. And that might have led to, you know what I'm saying, the, the blow up McCole Harmon had on the sideline. I guess he went to the Office coordinators and whatever, you know what I'm saying? Tell them, mm-hmm. hey, I'm open. And I think him and Tyreek Hill may got to like a nice little, small little scuffle, and not scuffle, but the world war of words and shit, you know what I'm saying? But I think mm-hmm. they kind of calmed it down and still mm-hmm. try to win the game. But who knows what type of effect that had on the whole game? But right, I was just, just, just disappointed, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I just don't be understanding like how like one of the hardest offenses and all these weapons could completely shut out in the half, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy. Right, right. So hats off to the Bengals. Yeah, definitely hats off to the Bengals. So, um, as far as like any any changes needed, like personnel wise, like everything you pretty much just said is like X's and O's. You know what I mean? Yeah, I still uh, <clears throat> um, if you can without breaking the bank, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. we're gonna lose people, so try to get like a nice, like you said, like. I think that's one thing we lack is a, a maybe a, um, a stick mover receiver. You know what I'm saying? With the old school, somebody who can post somebody up and go get it. You know right, what I'm saying? Might, right. might need that for the offense. I think yeah. that's maybe what they wanted in Josh Gordon. And he never really panned out for that shit. Right. 
So, you know, so maybe that, that maybe help Patty out. Um, maybe retool the offense line a little bit more, keep tweaking it. You know what I'm saying? It ain't perfect. Mm-hmm. But I think most of that shit, not blaming the defense, but, you know what I'm saying, always can fix that. I think that's always kind of the weak spot with the Chiefs is the defense. Maybe get some uh, faster, younger linebackers in, get Anthony Hitchens the fuck out of there, Daniel Sorensen, <laughs> get him the fuck out of there. Yes, definitely get Sorensen out of there. Get, a, get an edge rusher. You know what I'm saying? I think we might lose Frank Clark. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. Get an edge rusher, yeah. You know what I'm saying? We might lose Melvin Gordon. I don't know if we can convince him to come back. So you gotta get some edge rushers. And just, just keep retooling the, the, the secondary too. You keep turning the rocks, get corners, draft corners and safeties and shit like that. I don't know if we're gonna be able to keep the honey badger either. So yeah. 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 Well at least at least, you know, the it's been like a model of consistency. Maybe not with the Super Bowl, but at least the championship. Conference game, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's been in your winning pedigree, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got the culture, you got the routine, the, uh, a lot of good habits, just like you said earlier, got to tweak some of the other habits. At least you can tweak and go, and you ain't got to completely rebuild, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, we still got a young quarterback. We got a quarterback. A lot of teams don't have a quarterback, you know what right, I mean? Right, right, Got the quarterback, got the good coach. Just like you said earlier, they got to stop that. That arrogant, cocky stuff. Yeah. Like, like if I was, the, if I was like the, I'm not even gonna say the GM. If I was like the owner, maybe the GM too. Definitely will pull that coaching staff in. Like, all right, enough is enough. Going forward, take the points. Right. Stop all, right. all. Stop all that cute shit. All that. All these trick plays on these like a swing pass with time running out in the half. You know. Like stop all that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like this shit ain't this shit ain't hard, especially when you know like you better than the other team. Line up and like just be better. You know what right. I mean? That, that'd, be, <laughs> that'd be my whole point. Like with certain teams and shit. Like do what you're good at. Force them to stop what you're great at. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that that pretty much wraps up the AFC side of things, and then we had a. Good game on the NFC side of things as well. Um, neither one of these was pretty much like high scoring, like I thought it would be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, San Francisco is in LA, Hollywood, to take on the star studded Los Angeles Rams um, at SoFi Stadium. This is a spectacle every time that they play. And um, this, this looks like, you know, 49ers had beaten the Rams six straight times and it looked like they were well on their way to doing this again. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, seems like they just had the Rams number. They The Rams couldn't get anything pretty much going. Um, 49ers, while they weren't scoring touchdowns every single time down, they were, you know, putting points on the board, jumped out to a 17-7 lead. Um, and then, you know, the second half happened. And that's, I guess that's why they got two halves, you know. Yeah. The game ended after the first one. 49s would have been good to go. You know, Chiefs would have been good to go. But Rams made adjustments. You know, Cooper Cup got going. Odell Beckham. Um, uh, Jimmy G. Turned back into Jimmy G. A uh, cr- couple of crucial plays. Now, now I don't, I don't like how people was blaming the L on this, the because uh, that dropped that wide open interception. Yeah, I'm like, you know, it's like ten minutes left in the fourth quarter. You can't that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can't blame him, but that would have been a huge play if he could have made it. But you can't blame him though. Yeah, like 
Granted, granted, they did end up scoring on that drive, which normally it, yeah, that's why it would have been huge, right? But and, you can't blame them. Yeah, normally flip flops. If somebody drops a wide open interception, a touchdown is normally scored. If somebody drops a wide open touchdown, then they normally turn the ball over. At it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's how people are. Though I hate that shit. Though. That's <laughs> why I be trying to tell people like, bro, like. <laughs> I only just look at certain moments and shit like, like, what about all the other shit that happened in the game? You want to blame this one play and shit? Yeah, because you know, could have the Rams didn't didn't blame you know Cooper Cup dropped a wide open uh pass that he probably could have took to the house and then the uh, oh no name nigga yeah, dropped one too right was, in the end zone and shit right in the end zone ball in hands you know what I'm saying yeah <laughs> like, like but yeah so um. 49ers offense completely stalled. Rams ended up putting up enough points to get this victory and punch their ticket to the Super Bowl. How did you feel about this NFC West championship so now? Oh, man. This this was a high game, man. You know, I always kind of like watch these type of quarterbacks closely because people hype them up. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, I, it's like I kind of knew it. You know what I'm saying? No, Not to take nothing away from like, which one's going to fuck up less and shit like that. That's what I was thinking going into the game and shit. But it, it was a decent game. They both came out there. Matthew Stafford throwing some good stuff and mm-hmm. same thing with uh, Jimmy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was a defensive battle, man. Like, Facts. So, yeah, man. I, I was surprised. I'm, like, surprised at how, like, San Francisco was able to contain Aaron Donald in that defensive line like that. They They didn't – Make make too much of a big difference. Like I thought they would just straight dominate them and shit like that. Right. That's how that's how rivalry games be. Shit. That shit it should be crazy like that and shit. But hey, it was a good game though, man. Yeah. Um. I know they were rotating the guys a lot on the offensive line. Like you know, shout out Trent Williams because he's like an excellent tackle and whatnot. Yeah, like you said, you, you know you play you play a team enough time, man. You can kind of okay. We know Aaron Donald like to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, let's put our big strong guys in. He, you know, double, double him. If he now if he could bench press seven hundred pounds, then he'd get to the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, way to way to hang in there. Um, of course, still had do it all, Debo doing his thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, super, super, super emotional after the game. Burst into tears. I know that's a heartbreaking moment. You so close, yet so far away. Um, I want your opinion on this too. And did you see the Jimmy G interview? No, nah, I didn't. You know, I had to go to work and stuff like that. Nah, I need I ain't hear nothing about it. What, what happened? So, you know, obviously they was asking uh Kyle Shanahan, you know, about the quarterback position going forward and, and who whose job is and this and that. And you know, Kyle Shanahan gave you the little politically correct answer. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback at this moment. You know, the season just ended. You know, we all, that's all we know. And then they asked Jimmy G the same thing in the press conference. And Jimmy G's keeping it completely transparent and real. He says, man, I love playing here. I love you guys. You know, I see you when I see you. All I'm asking is that they send me to a team that wants to win. I'm all about winning. So, he knows the writing's on the wall. He's expecting to be traded. How you feel about Jimmy G going elsewhere? Now, a lot of a lot of people in the last couple of days have been saying Pittsburgh, but 
How do you feel? Uh, I mean, I don't really know how to feel. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's uh, like like you said, I, I kind of think it's time for <laughs> San Francisco to do it. Oh, yeah. If he hasn't played the best, but like like how he's talking, like you got windows in sports, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. They have a, a pretty good team and shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you don't want to squander that team with Jimmy G. Not saying he's a bad, maybe he might be better somewhere else, but he just hasn't been the fit or the, the piece to get them over the hump. All right, get them to the hump. Right, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, like, it'd be crazy. I don't know what team he can go to, because, like, that's a team with a defense and a running game, and you know what I'm saying? That's, like, the key components for a quarterback who isn't the best thrower, you know what I'm saying? Right, like a game, decision maker and stuff a, like that. A game manager. If you will, your game manager, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Well, that, that, that could potentially – Pittsburgh could be a, potentially another place – they have a pretty good defense, and also, you know, said so they can get an offensive line to go with Najee Harris. You'll have your running game there, mm-hmm. and you have a slew of receivers. You know what I'm saying? Maybe probably better receiving core than you had as a whole in San Francisco. Right. So that that'll be a good good landing spot for him and shit. Yeah, and uh, I mean, assuming that they want him, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and like, and like you say, with the whole salaries thing, I know he makes like a lot of money. Oh, yeah, and I know course. they got some people over there like the TJ Watts, the Fitzpatrick's, and so on and so forth. Right. And Ben, Big Ben retiring really doesn't help because he took a massive, huge pay cut, yeah. I think, uh, a couple of seasons or two ago. So it ain't like he was making like a uh-huh. lot of money, money coming off the books and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he basically, this last year, was playing minimum wage, basically. You know what I mean? <laughs> So that, that that brings us to the Super Bowl matchup. Of course, we have this bye week and um, uh, Pro Bowl, <laughs> all that type. But the, the Pro Bowl lost so much luster, bro. Yeah. Like, when we were younger, the, the Pro Bowl was like it super was thing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like yeah, like dang, like what man? It's just like eh, okay. If I can't find nothing else on TV on set on Sunday, you know, cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, that will bring us to the the Super Bowl, which will be held at SoFi Stadium, and ironically, the Rams are listed as the away team here, even though they're clearly playing at home. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. So, like, being, what's the purpose of that? Um, according, I guess according to league rules. Um, it alternates year seasonal between AFC and NFC who gets okay. to be the home and the away team. Okay. So last year the NFC team was the home team. Um, well, even though they Tampa Bay really was at home technically, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. So yeah, they're listed at the as the away team, which means the Bengals will have the right to choose jerseys, which probably explains why they Wearing those, uh, they're gonna be wearing the black and orange blends in the Super Bowl. Um, yes, and very interesting. So, you know, we got we got about a week and a half. Well, about a week now, week and a couple of days. And um, let's go ahead and get the predictions out the way, man. Who you going with? Rams, Bengals? Are you Damn. going with the? This is tough. 
it's so much you got to think that they're going to have these these west coast performances the, the ring announcer not the ring announcer the field announcer technically michael buffer so many superstars you got the jalen ramsey's the Aaron donald's von miller you got the well not a superstar but a star matt stafford you know what i'm saying you got obj cooper cup all this firepower L.A., then on the other side, you got Joe Burrow, rookie sensation, you got Jamar Chase. Um, you got T. Higgins, another young gun. These guys are 21 and 22, making their debuts in the Super Bowl. You got – I can't even name nobody on defense, and the only person I can name, he's not even good on defense. I just know him. Eli Apple. You know, like, <laughs> I think like Mike Hilton or some shit like that. Oh yeah, Hilton. Yeah, Hilton. He's been coming up huge in the playoffs. Yeah, and they got they got a good safety, uh, Bates too. I think James Bates or some shit like that. John oh, oh okay, okay. But yeah, that's about it. Like you said, ain't too many people. <laughs> oh, oh nah, Joe, nah, and Joe, on, Joe Mixon. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, Trey Hendricks. Okay. The 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 their star defense and he he's been causing havoc. Oh yeah yeah okay okay yeah. like forty something or something right? Yeah some shit like that yeah yeah got you got you yeah and uh yeah we can throw Joe Mixon in there man Joe Mixon yeah yeah, yeah Joe Mixon I, I like Joe Mixon man. <laughs> yeah and and a pleasant surprise in the playoffs former Washington well you know football team or well, we'll get into the new name in a little bit uh P Ryan. Yeah. That's I hate that name too. Yeah. <laughs> like like back in the day that shit used to be on the fucking uh any other shit. Mm-hmm. Like I'd never heard it before. Okay. This fucking just James backwards and shit. <laughs> Samad. <odd>. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right, man. <laughs> like, we wouldn't name him James, but let's, let's spin it. Let's spin the bed, man. That's some odds. <laughs> but another, another ex-Washington player who seems to have found his niche finds himself in the Super Bowl. So what's, what's good, man? Give, give me something, man. I know, I know you're going to L.A., man. <laughs> I, want, I want the Bengals to win so bad, man. But just like you said. I just I don't know. It's just it's tough to like land and just put my full faith in the youngins. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Fuck it. <laughs> I, I, I just I, yeah, man. I, I want I want the Bengals to win. I want the Bengals to win. I hope they can win. Yeah, like it's like good because like not too many fans of both teams. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you ain't gotta deal with the annoyance and shit. I know my homie. Iron Words is a Bengals fan, and also like a guy I used to work with named Ryan. He's a Bengals fan, right? And um, on the other side, a guy I used to work with is a Rams fan. I think he'd probably be the most annoying if yeah. the Rams is to win. Yeah, I know about I know about five or six Rams fans, but they've been they've been cool. Like I've known them since we was in school too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they've been pretty. They've been pretty cool. It seems like you know only the cowboy fans and like the Redskins fans really the ones that just be yeah. You know, it's like they they always think each one is like worse. They both like the same <laughs> same level of annoyance, bro. Right. Um. So yeah, they really the only ones that be out of control. I don't know any. I don't know any Bengals fans. You know what I'm saying? Um. 
We already know I'm going Bengals, man. I, I, I tell niggas, no, I ain't saying it's going to happen, but, man. And Joe, I trust, man. He just got to. Yeah, I hope they win, man. I, I swear <laughs> I hope they win. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't being biased. Because mm-hmm. they beat us and all that. You know what I'm saying? I, ain't, I can't even hate on them. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, see, this is how I say. I, I say I don't really, I really kind of <coughs> just like play certain players. And I don't even know why. I think it's, like, just the fans made me kind of hate Jalen Ramsey. Like, I don't really fuck oh, yeah. Jalen for some reason. Okay. I think it's the fans. The whole, when I was a Cowboys fan, the whole Ezekiel Elliott shit. I oh, think that yeah. kind of made me have a disdain for him. And I don't know. I wouldn't want that on. If I could hate, you know what I'm saying? Hope that nigga don't get a ring. Yeah, and, and 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 like for me, like to say the goal of what you saying, like the unbiased thing. You know, I, I wouldn't mind Matt Stafford getting the ring either, though. You know what I mean? Like he does. He he didn't wasted a lot of his career in Detroit. You know, and hopefully, if Joe Burrow can't do this, but I'm, I'm, I'm like I, I really be confident in Joe Burrow though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but if he can't do it, then you know, master. I hope he do do it, man. Yeah, I, 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 I'm fully with him. I fully believe in this. Like, it's like watching that LSU season, bro. Like, you just knew. Like, it's just something you could just tell. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now he didn't got like it's. It's funny because I seen like when they beat y'all or whatever. You know how you was you be seeing like the memes and stuff on Twitter. And it was like a little, it wasn't a meme, but it was like a little side-by-side picture. And I didn't even know, like, they got one of his top offensive linemen from LSU, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, because they uh they had a side-by-side picture, and it was like, this was uh, such and such holding up Joe Burrow after the national championship win. And this is such and same such and such holding Joe Burrow up after they defeated the Chiefs on Sunday. I'm like, no, nah, I didn't know he played for these niggas. Anybody <laughs> <laughs> so that has a little LSU pipeline over there? Yeah, yeah, and and I, you know that's what you that's really what you uh you want your quarterback to be like super comfortable. That's what you gotta do for real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good way. That's a good way to build. Yeah, like he he in his in his rarest form, he's playing with these guys so. Cause I think they got Wichicom on the practice squad, if I'm not mistaken. Thaddeus Moss. Oh, okay. Randy Moss, huh? But uh yeah, last little tidbit on it. If Joe Burrow do wins, he'll join an elite company because only two quarterbacks in league history have ever won the Heisman Trophy and a Super Bowl trophy. And that would be Joe Namath and Joe Montana. Ironically, two Joes. <laughs> He's trying to become the third. So we haven't seen Joe Namath play in, in 40 years. We haven't seen Joe Montana play since, like, what, late 80s, early 90s? Uh-huh. And that record has stood for, it's been about I'm almost 30 years, you know what I'm saying? And Joe Burrow has a chance to break it in a span of three years. Like, he just was in the national championship game two years ago. Yeah, I hope the Bengals went too, man. I'm going, man. You know I'm going Bengals. Yeah, I think it's some crazy fact around that shit. I think I heard, like, 
he might be the first or one of the few to win a Hasman national title and a motherfucking yeah. Super Bowl and shit. Yeah, nobody's never did all three. Yeah, nobody's yeah. never done that. So, and he might get up to Andy if he win and get Super Bowl MVP and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, make, 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 make sure nobody knows what doing. A tough road, my boy. <laughs> if you want to catch that. <laughs> yeah. And, and, it, and it's crazy because it's like, you know, he he got his whole career to like do this as well. You know what I'm saying? Right. But to maybe do it in the, in a three year span, like he, be crazy. Like he did that. Took a season in the injury last season, and his first season back. Like you know, quarterbacks normally don't even like you can see like some hesitant in them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, coming off a torn ACL and MCL, like. They'd be timid because I right. remember, remember watching him in uh preseason. He had the stone, remember I said he said stone cold knee brace on, yeah. And then, like, the last preseason game before the regular season, he stopped wearing it, like, <clears> he <throat> felt that was holding him back and all that. And yeah, I hope Joe Burrow do this, man. Niggas ain't gonna like me that day, Rams fans <laughs> ain't gonna like me that day. <laughs> so, moving on, you know, I know everybody the worst. One of the worst kept secrets in the NFL before we get to the bombshell. Washington football team has a new name, and it's the Commanders. This was officially named yesterday, even though people started finding out days beforehand. Um, what they have a drone or something, a helicopter, who was it that peeked into the stadium and seen the commander stuff and all that? Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I about to say yeah, seen the, the picture sitting on on the lap of the what the, the well, yeah. because is for, yeah. for the, the commanders. <laughs> yeah, so they also unveiled the new uniforms, which I, I, I like. I like. Yeah, you know? I like the uniforms. Yeah, yeah, they're not bad. The matte finish on the helmets, kind of similar to what Minnesota does. Like the mm-hmm. white jerseys got the faded numbers, and they got the black unis. Like mm-hmm. I think, like every team. Like I thought it was about to happen. I don't know if you remember, like back in the day. I think what I was like maybe in high school or middle school, mm-hmm. like they started like making like black jerseys for every team and shit. And I remember mm-hmm. I had a black Cowboys jump. Right. Like every team should have a black jersey variant and shit. Right. And it's funny you say that because I I, <clears throat> I tweeted out yesterday when I uh, when I seen the unis I was like yo, I said every time a team get new unis and they throw in black, I said I'm falling more and more in love with black jerseys. Like all of, like it's to the point where I just want like all black jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing only thing I would say that Jones is a little bit too close to Pittsburgh. That's my only gripe. All right. But it is what it is though. You know what I'm saying? So how you how they you got feel a about number style and shit? How you, jump, huh? how, how you feel about people saying that the white ones is kinda like close to like Arizona or something? Yeah, it's kinda giving me Arizona like and somebody else. But I don't know. I like them Jones though. I don't I like them Jones though. I, I yeah. like faded number to them Jones. Yeah, that should look y'all sweet. Yeah, I can I can get on board with them. Uh, so how you feel about the name though, Commander? It's um, it's blah when you you think about it. <laughs> but somebody else had a shout out to matter of fact, shout out to Johnny's brother Nick. Um, Johnny Tsunami's brother Nick. He uh mentioned. How, like, people wasn't really in love with the name switch from the Bullets to the Wizards. Right. You know, how that kind of grew on people. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I don't know. Who will see? Commanders may grow on people. 
Yeah, my um, I definitely was one of those people. The wizards, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, they think it's gonna be trash. And I you mean, also mentioned uh, too, like off uh, off air and shit, like how like you know, so we just talking about overall and just other team names, like for kind of like they don't really sound that great yeah, when you think you, about you, it. Half the half the teams in the league have a a trash name, you know, being technical, mm-hmm. like. like <clears throat> If if the NFL was the if they was the like embark on like a college journey or something, and and start taking some of them names because college be having some fly names, you know. But yeah, like you said, it's growing people, especially if they can win. Right. That 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 trumps everything. You yeah. Know time comes. Black people will make some creative shit. You know what I'm saying? As the the first round, throw that shit out. Like, I don't know if you done seen like the video, and they try to do the, uh, I don't even know what jingle it is. Dum, dum, dum. Some commander. I'm like, nah, throw that shit away. That shit was Man, ass. I didn't hear that. I'd have been laughing. <laughs> that shit was ass. Throw that shit away. It was yeah. like some random ass people just standing outside. I don't know if they was standing outside of RF. That's an RF game. God damn. FedEx or some shit. You FedEx. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I don't know. That shit was just ass. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I definitely can't wait to see what people uh come up with. And uh, after the name was unveiled, uh, several of team reps hopped into team, you know, colored cars and rode around the entire DMV. So they say, but we know they didn't do that for real, and passed out merch. They probably rode to Virginia or something. <laughs> right, um, maybe around DC too, but we know niggas ain't come to the hood and nothing, you know what I'm saying. <clears throat> and was passing out free merch or whatever, so get the ball rolling. Um, they're also rumored. I mean, of course, it's just rumors, and of course, it's easier to try to do something than to actually do it. But there's rumors that they're also going to try to make a big splash at quarterback this off season. I was going to bring it up too when we were talking about. Sad person. Okay. Jimmy G. You know, there'll be a rumor. Well, it's been rumors brewing. Uh, that a big splash, though? That's like a, that's like a little puddle. I don't know. I don't know. That's a... Depends, though. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be a splash to me. It wouldn't be a move I would make if I was uh, hell Washington. No. You, uh, you might as well. I mean... Jimmy, he just Jimmy G reminds me of like Alex Smith. I mean, he turns the ball over a little bit more than Alex. Alex is like super safe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're not gonna win with that. Yeah. I mean, at the end, you're not gonna win with it. Might get a good record, might get you to the playoffs. But, but he, when you need those plays to get to those games, he gonna keep checking down, right? And and, and Jimmy G is kind of like, I feel like he's just like. To make Washington good, they need like a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like they would need like a Herbert or a Joe Burrow, like a gunslinger type dude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> I don't really think they're gonna do good with a game, man. But but I I'll take it. You know, make it a little bit easier for my man Hurts for the next few years. You know what I'm saying? Did you hear anybody besides like Big Splash? Any rumors? Uh, nah. I because the thing is. You know, with with obviously Tom Brady retiring, Aaron Rodgers, 
you know, pending trade, maybe uh Deshaun Watson. I'm guessing that's the big splash. But he has a a full no trade clause, I think. So he would have to agree to go to said team. Uh-huh. And we all I know he ain't doing that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like it it I would ask you like I don't really feel like there's a a big splash quarterback, and all the big splash quarterbacks are either like super young and not going nowhere. Lamar Jackson, Patty Mahomes, um, Herbert. Like, what what would be a big splash? Derek Carr. That's why I was. If, if Garoppolo isn't a big splash, Carr can't be a big splash. <laughs> That's why I was like, I don't know, like. What's your definition of big splash? You know, so like you said, yeah. outside of them names, I think the only one person we didn't name who maybe has been chousing around as far as trading is what Russell, but I don't think he wants to come here. Yeah, nah. So it's like, yeah, <clears throat> yeah, Russell. Russell, he also has a a no trade, a full no trade clause as well. Did um Cleveland commit to Baker already? I think they did. Uh, not yet. I don't think. Oh, I think they did. Like, uh, ex- I don't know. That's I mean, they haven't like on paper, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Did they verbally say, "Yeah, this is gonna be oh, our nah. guy going into the season uh, nah. some shit"? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that would be a big splash, technically. Right. That'd be probably pu- the biggest of the publicity's uh side. Yeah. <laughs> Baker Mayfield in DC. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they, yeah, it'll be Dak and uh, Dak versus Jalen for the NFC <laughs> the next next five six years. <laughs> next five six years, um, because uh, they Washington just can't seem to get it right at that position. The Giants, who were who we're about to get into in a little bit, just I guess they they they're re. Committing to Daniel Jones, um, they had made a statement a week or so ago saying that they haven't given this kid nowhere near the help he needs to succeed. So they're going to try to make him work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. You know, but um. I guess we can get to this this bombshell now, which has been dominating the sports world since it dropped uh, the day before yesterday. Today's Thursday, so that was Tuesday. Um, Brian Flores, who was fired by the Miami Dolphins after this season, who had a 24 wins and 25 losses record, filed a lawsuit against the NFL, the Dolphins, the Giants, and the Broncos. Um, now, they still haven't dropped any details about the Broncos, but I'm just assuming that it's, it just ties into these other two. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's two different branches for the Dolphins now. He's alleging that uh, Dolphins owner Stephen Ross pay, offered him incentives to lose and get the best possible draft pick. As much as a hundred thousand every loss. Um, he also says that the New York Giants, which he proved with the 
text between him and Bill Belichick, gave him a dummy interview, and <clears throat> they already had decided on their coach before he even had the interview. Um, he's been making his media rounds. He's been doing interviews on ESPN. He did one on CBS yesterday morning. Uh, I watched it on YouTube. I wasn't going to watch these interviews. I just was going to kind of freestyle how we normally do. But mm -hmm. I'm a huge Nate Burleson fan, so he conducted he this interview, so I watched it. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, And basically, he was saying that you know, he understands that he probably will never coach in the league again. And once he hits a certain, like, situation, that's normally the case for black coaches anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why he said he, he you know, he's more at peace and free to go on with this lawsuit because things need to change. And he felt he was at a fork in the road. And he says, you know, it's hard enough to maintain a head coaching job as a minority in the league anyway. And it's my first season coaching and you're basically trying to pay me to lose knowing that if I do bad with you, nobody else is going to want to really give me a second chance. Um, and he's spot on because we talk about it all the time. Black head coaches, you got two years to, to make a significant jump or you're, you're out the window. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so um in some cases even if you make a significant jump like it ain't good enough you know what i'm saying you're a placeholder and shit like was a Caldwell did good for the lions and shit got her from losing season you know what i'm saying way up to like maybe a few playoff appearances and winning uh, seasons and still got the axe yep and <clears throat> brought in the next head coach and they're right back to 3 and 13 right 4 and 12 you know what i mean yeah and he he's just Frustrated with this whole process. Now, also they're saying that. Remember, we was talking about how the Giants gave him the interview was three and a half, four hours. Right. He says that it was that long because the Giants caught wind of what happened uh, between him and Bill Belichick. So they went to the extreme ins and outs and made it seem like they were really like, you know, interviewing him fully when whole time they they pretty much already uh you know decided on who they wanted. Right. So his exchange um him and Bill Belichick was that Bill Belichick had texted him congratulating them on getting the Giants job <clears throat> and he had responded. I'm I'm paraphrasing by the way. Basically saying he hadn't interviewed for it yet, but he hoped he gets it. And Bill and Bill comes back saying, you know, I hear you're uh you're their guy. You know, I'm hearing from the Bills and the Giants that you're their guy. So congratulations, you know, make it work. And he basically is responding like, "Yeah, I hope I hope so, Coach. You know this and that." Then he asks, "Oh, are you talking about me, Brian Flores, or are you talking about Brian the Ball?" And then Bill's like, "Oh, I fucked this up. Uh, I'm talking about the Ball. My bad." <clears throat> and boom, everybody's caught. You know what I mean? Uh huh. So it, we we talk about this a lot. How do you feel about the, all these situations, bro? Uh, I'm just sad, you know what I'm saying? I'm not really shocked, you know what I'm saying? It's it is what it is. You knew something was going on, something was wrong, you know what I'm saying? Because I, how little coaches and owners and you know, what I'm saying just black figureheads like it is at the top, so you already knew the shit was going on, but just to hear the shit is like a slight shock. But it's like, 
damn, this sucks. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it sucks that Brian is going to be, you know what I'm saying, sacrificial lamb. Like you said, he's probably never going to coach again in the NFL. Like how Cap, you know what I'm saying, was never able to play in the NFL again when he, you know what I'm saying, tried to fight the machine and shit. But, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like you sit back and you just think, well, when, you, when you were just talking about this, I'm just thinking like, damn, like how you always think like, Realize, like, we're actually about to maybe possibly witness history, you know what I'm saying? Like, back in the day, when you um, hear about people like Jackie Robinson and all that fighting to get colors and mm-hmm. to, the, to the MLB and all that shit, like, we're about to maybe witness something like this, you know right. what I'm saying? And maybe right. a resurgence of black coaches and owners and, and so on and so forth and shit. So, definitely happy for him. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, just sparks more people keep fighting so we can get equal opportunity to get coaching and hold coaching positions and get ownership and shit like that. Right. <clears throat> and that's definitely got to focus on the uh, the ownership because it's like there are 31 owners in the league and they're all white billionaires, essentially. I mean, uh, Jacksonville guys are Muslim. So, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Green Bay, for anybody that's wondering why it's not all 32, is ran by the city and not a sole owner. You, you know, special special situation up there. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, definitely got to work on that ownership, like you said. More black GMs, more black head coaches, more black coaching staffs in general. Right. You know what I mean? Get Get like how we are here by the coach, and he'd be like, oh, he's from the uh, the Bell Parcells Brant Tree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, get some of these black coaches in here. Like, they had their disciples. <laughs> yeah, they, their tree. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, it just, it's just, like you said, on the brink of witnessing history. And we've been on, we've been doing that these last couple of years, pretty much since the pandemic started. <clears throat> um... Now, this is going to be a fight, and hopefully he could go through. I don't know. I don't know if he has the money to go through with this because you're, you're up against 31 billionaires. You know what I mean? Right. And hopefully he also doesn't settle. I mean, you might have to because you... I guess with the lawsuit, you pretty much know you probably can't win the lawsuit per se, but you just want to bring awareness, right? And if they settle Shake out, shit. <clears throat> yeah, and if they settle out of court, that pretty that's pretty much them at, admitting that they're wrong, but they're paying you to not go fully through with this. You know what I'm saying, right? And that's what the like the whole cap situation was. Um, yeah, you you ever been on an interview before and you felt like, you know. They probably already hired the person that they were going to hire. They're just interviewing you for the hell of it and shit. I was going to say no, but then again, I would say probably so. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, you know, early on in my best back career, trying to move up. Because, like, I wasn't always like, how, like, man, fuck that leadership shit. I was actually trying to move up, you know what I'm saying? And, um... I was running the media department. I led my team to Achievers, which is like a the best department in the uh, in the company. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. One of the best departments in the company. So we wanted a trip to Orlando. So you know what I'm saying? Listening to people. You know what I'm saying? You always want to try to make more money and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I went on the interview and 
I had the numbers and everything. I think I did pretty well in the interview. And they end up giving it to somebody else who was like a better salesman. That's what like Best Buy does. Like they values like salesmen. Even oh. if that wasn't his department. He the person who got it was a, a top salesman in cameras. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, <clears throat> I was running. I was running. I was running the media department. I was you know what I'm saying, selling as far as like we was like one of the only departments who put out our own product so i knew that system i can train people i was doing interviews my like i said my my supervisor who for the department he was trying to get promoted so that's why you kind of uh, assume the position pause mm-hmm. so my person was trying my supervisor was trying to be an am so he was assuming an assistant manager role while i was assuming his role you know what I'm so i'm that good enough to run a department in his absence and take it to places that he hasn't gotten to. Right. And I couldn't get the position. You know what I'm saying? So the person um was like a, a white person, a little bit older, and a good salesman. You know, shit. So that probably was like the closest thing to me not getting a position. You know what I'm saying? Going on an interview and they already had their person. Right. Yeah, I, I can't pinpoint like a specific interview, but I'm quite sure it's happened to all of us multiple times. Right. That's mm-hmm. what I was thinking before too until I oh, that, that, that hit my head and shit. Right. And you know, when it comes down to like especially like how your it was your kind of setup where you're trying to interview up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you already working there, you just trying to move up in the ranks. Right. Like, yeah, that that definitely is like is more favorable to like you said, they preference of a person or position, you know, the fa- they got the favorites, mm-hmm. you know, te- teacher's pets, what they call them and all that, you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> so, now it's pretty, it, I ain't gonna say it's pretty much no hope for us, but it's pretty, it's gonna be a daunting task, like, trying to change the everyday life type of ordeal. But hopefully with the NFL, they can get some type of change, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they... They gonna have to. I think. I was just thinking this probably put a little bit of pressure on them, like you said. How they, like how uh, the Giants tried to cover their ass and shit. So, you know what I'm saying. I think that black person is trying to buy Denver. I think they probably gonna let him do that. They're trying to see like they're trying to make change. You know what I'm saying? They're not as bad as they may seem. Right. And, and it, it's just to save face a little bit. But it's kind of crazy, and we, we was looking up like teams that had never had black coaches before, mm-hmm. and the New York Giants made the list. Who's a part of this uh, lawsuit and this whole debacle? And I don't know. Just kind of got like a, a, a undertone racist history. I'm guessing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. They they might I know it's that's one of the biggest markets in the whole entire league, but they might have to come up off of that. But do you feel like the uh, Dolphins owner should be stripped of his uh, ownership? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Cause this I don't is, know. Because basically, he's paying to try to like you know, you know like with the NFL, all this sports betting going on, and he's basically paying to like lose games and shit, like tank. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, but I'm just so numb to it because, like, even though, like, 
no one's came out and said this shit. Like niggas knew what the fuck niggas was doing and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. But right, I mean, I right. wouldn't be mad at it though. If he, yeah. If he, if I kind of, I kind of feel like it's always. I kind of feel like you know one thing about life is it's always a. Uh, you know, you know how you be at work or you was in school or something and you was like doing something you ain't really had no business doing, but you had like that cool teacher or something that was just like, all right, go ahead. But if you get caught, it's on you. You yeah. know, like I kind of feel like that's what it is in the NFL. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, all right, you know what I'm saying? Don't tell me about it. But if anybody find out, you know, we're going to have to, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy though. I didn't know niggas was getting paid extra incentives to do it. I thought, I thought they were just told, hey, Nigga, you know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I mean, cause everybody, you know, you you know, you bring a, you bring like a nigga on this, and then everybody not, everybody don't be with the foolery, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. So that that's and a hundred thousand, like we talk about six digits, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Per loss, and shit. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, all right, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm trying to win owner, but you know, I give you three, I give you three L's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a tough spot, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you want the money, right? But then you gotta think, like, how Flores said, like, damn, that's my first shot. You black, I'm black, yeah, against me. Like, that's like how be my my thinking about like taking certain jobs, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you can take a nice job, you know what I'm saying, and make you like X amount of money. It's a it's a um, a big increase. But how long are you gonna have that? Right. You know what I'm saying? Versus like doing what you're doing now. It's consistent money at a less rate, but it's consistent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's that 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 gamble. You know what I'm saying? It's that's a tough tough situation to be in. Right. 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 Yeah. It's super tough. Super tough to be in. And I um. Obviously, he because the Dolphins he did have winning records these last two seasons, so obviously he wasn't going for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like it, I guess it would come down, and I know people are going to do the whole morals thing versus no morals thing, but I look at it in a different way. Like when we was talking about the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame, the other podcast with uh, Roger Clemens, and him saying that he he didn't play baseball to make the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? Like he just was playing to win championships, uh, be the best he could be for his team, and give his family financial, you know, financial wealth or whatever. So if you if you like that, then yeah, but it's a, it's a complete setup though, because it's like the owner can just come out and fire you, and then in the public's eyes, like, oh, you was losing all them games, you deserve to be fired, you know what I'm saying? Right. And the whole time he orchestrating you to be fired, you following a script basically, and then you don't even get, you know, the said opportunity. And even though he still had two uh more interviews lined up, he probably felt like he wasn't gonna get them either. Um, I think he's supposed to interview with the Broncos. I think you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, th- I want to say they. I think he might have had. I don't know if it was another one, but like they kind of said the same thing and shit. They kind of came out and said, you know, everybody defended themselves and they said they had a, a three, three and a half hour long interview with full of notes and shit like that. So it was a real interview. That's what he was trying to say. I don't know. Yeah, that's the same. Well, that's the same thing that John said. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Everybody trying to fake code attack and shit. <laughs> okay, I got a lot of notes though. Like that's for the <laughs> that's for the mind or something. Like. So I, I kind of feel like it got to be like something where maybe like 
because the Rooney Rule, that's not good enough. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't saying you got to get your head coach picked for you, but if somebody got certain qualifications over somebody else, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, they – I don't even know if you can do that shit, but that's, like, that's what they need to do is, like, a X amount of time, you got to have a candidate of uh, color. You got to hire one and give them X amount of time, but I don't, you can't probably can't do that shit. Right. All right. But it, it it's interesting to see like what happened from here. Yeah, that was like the first step to like quote unquote shut people up and shit. The Rooney Rule. Yeah. And shout out to the shout out to Pittsburgh because uh you know that's the rule named after them. Basically, they own us because they were doing that before it was even a rule. You know what I mean? Right. So shout out shout out to them. Yeah, we're gonna interview. I mean, albeit you know. One one is the real rule, but I don't know how many they was doing. But yeah, we're gonna bring in the minority, see what they talking about. Um, technically, I think they got the only black coach in the league, right? Yeah, yeah, because Leftwich ain't official, right? Yeah, so Mike Tomlin, who's a Hall of Fame coach, <clears throat> he's been coaching for fifteen years. He's clearly the anomaly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um. I, I, Pittsburgh, they're so structured anyway because I I can't even remember like a bunch of head coaches. Like they literally, they had their coaches for like thirty and forty years at a time, or right. twenty or thirty. <laughs> Chuck Noll and then Bill Cowher and then Bill Cowher the the Mike Tomlin. You know what I'm saying? Right. And we don't went from 2022 all the way back to Terry Bradshaw and them just that with three coaches. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> yeah, well, it's interesting, like you said, seeing hi- history potentially could be altered and made here. You know, might see something that might be in textbooks one day or whatever niggas going to be studying on in the future. Yeah. All right. It's so. crazy. I was just thinking, though, it's like, you see how well, I know they probably hate it, having black people, like, dominate the league and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Players. But you see how well we are, like, I know, like, niggas are just holding on to, to to coaches and quarterbacks. That's, like, the main thing that, like, white people kind of, like, fully dominate and shit. Mm-hmm. They probably just don't want to let that shit go for shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it, it is, <clears throat> you know, they're thinking, they're thinking, like, long haul. And the way that, and this is what I be trying to tell, like, my friends, like, that be on, like, need, that just need a different perspective. The way that they see us struggling, they know that if they give all these positions up, that's going to be their family down the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they're just trying to <clears throat> prevent and protect themselves as long as they possibly can. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I get it. It's just like, 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 got to find some common median. Can we be equal? Right. You know what I'm saying? Why can't it be like just a good number, half, half, whatever? You know what I'm saying? Let's let the strongest candidates survive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We just keep getting these white coaches, keep getting job after job after job. Meanwhile, black motherfuckers just can't. You know what I'm saying? They get one joke. All right, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Back to purgatory for you. Yeah. Bring back the the AFL, man. (laughs) (laughs) But, um,. I got a, I got a couple of tidbits uh sports topics we gotta talk about. All right, let's um, do it. <clears throat> um, nothing too nothing too crazy. Uh, 
I know you seen the Jim Harbaugh jump because I was uh I just seen it pop up on the screen. He is returning to Michigan. Um, he was rumored to be a top choice for the Minnesota Vikings job, even as when Spaz uh did two interviews. But um, I believe the Vikings' top choice—I forgot uh, his name—is something Gates. He's an offensive coordinator for somebody. Um, he is the top choice. So, with that being said, Jim Harbaugh, who had who who skipped out on on signing day for Michigan to go do this interview, and once he was made aware that he wasn't the top the the front runner, decided to come back. Um. Now I tweeted this out when Michigan lost in the uh, the college football playoff. I was like, Jim Harbaugh did all that to uh, finally beat Ohio State and had his first taste of an SEC beating. I bet he wants to go back to the league, and it, all, it almost came true. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you, you, Ohio State is the bar every year. You think you finally figured it out, and then you got to go up against Georgia, and boom, you done scratched and clawed and barely eked it out against Ohio State, and then you go lose the 30 by Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's coming back. What do you feel about Jim Harbaugh? Smart move. Should he have just interviewed with somebody else because there's still other coaching vacancies out there? And probably once he might not want. I think it's probably a better move just going back to going back to Michigan. Because who else out there with the Jags? Yeah, yeah the Jags. Uh, I don't think it's no. Uh, the Dolphins is not a, a bad team. It depends on how you feel about Tua. Yeah, like I said, I I I'm, I'm cool with the Dolphins, but like I don't know if that a desirable spot outside of it, it being in Miami. Florida, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I don't know if anybody would want to go just go coach there. Like I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Right, <clears throat> I'll take it. Shit, you know what I'm saying? As long as I like, as long as I like no Cleveland, no Jacksonville Jaguars type shit, I, I take it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and uh, and I'm like, you know, the Dolphins they have a, they have a solid team. <clears throat> yeah, it just it's it's and that's that was also a thing about uh Brian Flores that was had him bumping up against the owner, him and the owner bumping heads was that. He was literally trying to beg the owner to pull the trigger on the um Deshaun Watson trade. Uh he had it to where Deshaun would agree to the trade. It just would have cost him Tua and the owner doesn't didn't want to get rid of Tua. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's crazy. Yeah. So I <laughs> really just owner clearly doesn't want to win a Super Bowl, you know what I mean? Right. Um like I like I uh like I tweeted out my little joke about it. I was like, yo, you know, I'd have took a hundred thousand here and there, but once we'd have drafted to her, I'd have snitched on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> this shit would have happened a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga like cause just just think like and and you was one of the ones that was schooling me on like the Dolphins roster and all of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's a good roster, and they barely like missed the playoffs with two. And just imagine if they'd have took Herbert instead. Right. <laughs> right. Like they they could have they could have been prime ready to you know what I'm saying battle with 
Buffalo Bills for that division. If right. they'd have kept their superstars over the years, like losing people like your Fitzpatrick and shit like that. Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like if they would have took if they and if they would have took Herbert over too, none of this would probably even be happening right now. Right. Because Flores wouldn't have been getting by. Because, <laughs> like, they probably would have had a better record. They probably would have at least made the playoffs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I hate to come off as such like a a Tua hater, but yeah, I, I really don't be feeling Tua because niggas was trying to say he was better than uh, Burrow. So, like that's your one person. Like that's at least one of the people you like. You like not you hate the guy personally, but like I was in the realm of the sports where we're like, yeah, I ain't fucking with Tua. Because like, I was, I was like, I was down on Tua when he was in college. I, I mean, he kind of always been in the wrong place at the wrong time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it kind of just made me build up like a little disdain for him. Like, yeah. I was a huge, uh, I still am, but I, I mean, you know, I'm a huge Jalen Hurts fan. Right. And he took Jalen Hurts' job just for him to do like nothing. I mean, they won a championship together, but Jalen Hurts was just as big a part of that as Tua. And then after Jalen Hurts transferred, Tua kind of fell off. You know what I mean? Yeah. While Jalen Hurts was like Heisman runner-up at Oklahoma. Like he throwing 50-something touchdowns. Like if it wasn't from an a unearthly performance from Joe Burrow, like he would have won the Heisman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And... And then, yeah, going against Joe Burrow and shit. So he kind of was just always at the wrong place at the wrong time. And then, uh, I don't know if you remember, but when it was like draft time, niggas were swearing he was better than Burrow and Herbert and all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of was just like, yeah, we'll see about that. Y'all can have two. I ain't a big fan of his. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, I was... I'm I'm telling I'm telling nigga oh the Bengals should have took two at number one or uh killer was saying the skins could have been good with him and he was the left handed Russell Wilson and all that you know what I'm saying oh, yeah I'm like uh go ahead bro but yeah just I don't know I kind of feel like he just Jim Harbaugh's in a lose lose situation you go back to Michigan. It ain't like beating Ohio State is a given. It took you six years to do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you interviewing the same day that these commitments is signing the schools, like somebody probably done chose somebody else because they thinking you leaving or something. You right. know? It's you cost, know? It cost, it cost you, your organization. Yeah. University. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know. But, it is what it is. Also, I want to uh, cross over to the NBA right quick before we jump out of the sports topics. And um, I just want to touch on the Brooklyn Nets. And, you, you know, we, we rag on Kyrie and then we get Kyrie ultimate props. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So this is one of those moments where, well, I mean, we're not going to rag on him, but it, it's a little like, bro, what are you talking about? One of those kind of moments. <laughs> so <clears throat> Brooklyn Nets lost last night to the Sacramento Kings, right? Um, they're they're on this West Coast road trip, so Kyrie's playing all these games. And since Kevin Durant got hurt, Brooklyn's two and seven. 
Um, they also on a six game losing streak. They lost six in a row. They went from second place in the East. Right now, they're sixth place in the East. Um, <clears throat> when asked by reporters after the game, what's been like the biggest reason for the losses, especially tonight against the Kings, Kyrie answered and said, a lot of teams are playing playoff adjustment defense against us. The Kings were playing playoff adjustment defense against us. So I say that to say this. Bro, the last time the Kings made the playoffs, I might have been a kid. And if I was a kid, all of those players on the Kings right now, I know they were kids. Yeah. <laughs> how do they know how to play playoff adjustment basketball? Right. <laughs> <laughs> bro, y'all are just just come out and say it. We keep it real. You keep it real any other time, bro. Just come out, yo. We need KD. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. we need KD. Like this this doesn't work without KD. That, that's what I wanted to hear him say. Like, what do you feel about that, right quick? They're just acting up, bro. <laughs> like he's just wilding out, bro. Like what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> I love Kyrie, but that, that's one of those. Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, man, we brag on the so much. I always keep it short and sweet, bro. Like, what? Come on, bro. I, I just, I, I, I knew we was going to have a good laugh about that. That's why I wanted to bring it up. I was like, you know, <laughs> appreciate it, bro. I <laughs> the playoff adjustment, though. These niggas. These niggas ain't never been to the playoffs. Playoff adjustments, though. One of the worst records in the league. They, they, they damn sure ain't going. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, come on, man. Like, nah, I just need KD, man. That's all. Right. But um, we could cross over to uh, the hip-hop world and the pop culture. Um, Well, before we get to that, let's go ahead and get the Jackie Chan thing out the way. Because oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, because that doesn't uh, qualify, and the rest of these don't pretty much hip hop the hip hop world. So <clears throat> Jackie Chan was popping back up into the headlines and all that, but making a statement and saying that his life insurance policy on his life, which is up to four hundred million at the moment, won't be going to his son or any of his family. It'll be completely donated to charity. Um, he says that. And this, and this was the quote directed to his son, specifically to his son, saying that if he can make his own money, then he won't need mine. And if he can't make his own money, that means he'll just waste mine. And that was the quote that he said. Um, we talked about this off air. We tried to keep it you know, minimum to save it for the podcast. So go ahead and unleash, bro. How do you feel about this? Man, this is super, super fucking corny, bro. Like, like, I thought that was the job of a parent is to, you know what I'm saying, work hard to provide a, a better life for your seed. You know what I'm saying? And I get where you're coming from a little bit, but it's just super corny, bro. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you're not about to be here. You can't spend all that money. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if you want to look out, you know what I'm saying? You can, like, I'll at least do half-half. Right. You know what I'm saying? Make, it, like a, to- make it incentive-based. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, if, if you want to do that. And it just hit me and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, when we first talked about the topic, I just thought, it was, I still do. I, it don't change my mind as much, but 
I, you got to remember that. And forgive me, forgive me, forgive me, because I might fuck this up. But he's like, what? I don't know the correct. I'm always bad at the correct terminology. He's like, is the correct terminology the umbrella? Is he Asian? Chinese or whatever? Uh, don't give me the mind, bro. Yeah, so <laughs> in that culture, I believe, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're super, super hard on their, their offspring and shit. You know what I'm saying? How they'll be looking at people as failures if they aren't like lawyers, doctors, and so on, so scientists and shit like that. So that's probably where that shit is coming from a little bit too, you know what I'm saying? Okay. But I still don't like that shit though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that, that's a that's a problem in our culture as well though. Yeah. Like, and we had a, a when we did one of the generational curses podcasts a long time ago. I was saying that I done read like stories where, you know, people leaving the money to like charity or the church or they leaving the money to the dog knowing the dog ain't gonna be able to cat you know what I'm saying that's like that shit is so fucking dumb and spiteful bro like how fucked up of a person you gotta be bro like you know what I'm saying like you ain't anybody to be here on this earth and you gonna leave it to a dog or a charity or something I mean I, granted give give you can give some of the money that's a lot of money he don't need he probably don't need all that money yeah right correct correct you know correct. what I'm saying we correct. said 400, 400 million or 400 Four. billion Four hundred million. Million. So give two hundred to charity and shit. And then like you said you get up to them, you know what I'm saying? Like hopefully they use all that shit the right way. You know what I'm saying? I, I just be you know what I'm saying? It's be corruption everywhere, I say. I man, not even big part and all that shit. Yeah, but the, leave that nigga with somebody. Right? But the, I'm about to say, but the thing is, bro, it's like that's your family, regardless. Right. That's your yes. family. <laughs> like that what, what what was the what was the point of you like if that's the case, why even get the policy? I don't know. I don't know. That's just like just a, a formality. You gotta do it, and I guess he's doing that shit to keep it away from him. Cause like I don't know, maybe if oh, he yeah. didn't get the policy, then maybe that shit just would fund it. Yeah, automatically the, the offspring. Yeah, that's that's right. correct. But I mean, but that, go, come on, bro. That's, like, cool. that's so that shit makes me mad as shit, bro. I can only imagine how son feels. Right, and then, and it's like. And to bring it back to like our culture is like that's another reason why black people won't get ahead because it's like you, like you said, you done bust your ass for 40, 50 years. You done earned a, a insurance policy and instead of leaving it to your kid, kid can open up a business. Kid can go buy a McDonald's or he can go buy, out and buy a Starbucks or something. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like get the get the ball rolling for the something family. Pass down. Yeah. Right. But like we always, we always say, like we always say, and we say it so much, especially since the pandemic started. If people know that they're not going to see the benefit of what it is, they're not going to want to fuck with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like you said, spiteful. Because it's like, if you if you know you're going to be dead, what's it going to hurt you? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that, aside from the money, it would make me feel some type of way about the parent. Yeah. Because, like, oh, you really don't fuck with me now. Right. Like, well, where's all the unconditional love and all that shit? You know what I'm saying? Right. And it's like, I haven't, of course, it was like, I think his son had got caught with, like, I think his son had, like, a weed charge or something like that. But it wasn't like he had, like, you know, selling drugs. And all. I think he got caught with, like, um, a couple of dime bags or something like that. You know, over there, it's, like, a big deal, probably. You yeah. know what I mean? But other than that, he he ain't 
pretty much and and it's like it's so set up especially in that situation it's so set up because it's like and I, everybody knows it's tough to live in like a superstar parent shadow uh-huh. like, he might not be able to be awarded the same kind of fame as you just because you know he your son right so I mean I don't know I would just like bro can't take it with you you know, unless unless you're something like already rich or something, bro, leave him that shit, bro. Right. Like, right. like I said, have that shit incentive base. Like, okay, in order to unlock this, you got to start up a business or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In order to unlock that, you got to donate this portion of charity or something. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, that's 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 kind of fucked up, man. Yeah. Like you said, me, me thinking about it kind of just... <laughs> It kind of just make you think like, damn. That's why, you know, white people, white people be like real racist and stuff like that. But it's like white people do the little things too. Like they take care of that kind of stuff. You know yeah. what I mean? Like white people, they won't even niggas won't even speak to their family for thirty, forty years and still leave them the money. Yeah, imagine <laughs> though, young. Imagine though, bro. Like you dealing like that. I just take it for face value, like you know, what I'm saying losing your father—that's gonna be tough, right? And then now you the burden of like, what the fuck I'm about to do and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like at least, least, least. You know what I'm saying? Since you can't take care of him in the in the pre in the physical, at least take care of him with the money. You know what I'm saying? After you gone and shit, bro, bro, bro that's four hundred million. That's enough to like, that's the bloodline. Yeah. Like, like Earth will have to get hit by a comet, and the government will have like everybody will have to die for your family not to be good anymore. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, why, mm-hmm. why, why wouldn't you want that? Like, why wouldn't you want that? I don't know. Like I said, it's, <laughs> like I said, it's that. Like I know how you said like like black people and like people do the same thing, but like their culture is like really, really, really fucked up over there with that shit. As far as like, I ain't gonna say fucked up, it's different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like parents like super, 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 super hard on their kids and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like their way of living over there is different. Like they, they can only have X amount of kids and shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that shit is like different over there. And I, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? That's why like they're so good at studies and shit like that. They're good at Academics and shit, I would say. You know what I'm saying? Ain't got no got choice. Stereotype. Yeah. Like, <laughs> some motherfuckers, like how you, we used to get beat, like, John, if he had one apple, right. Got, yeah, that, that shit is like that times 10. You know what I'm saying? So right. like, that shit is like wild. Like, <clears throat> from like when you're just reading and hearing shit, you know what I'm saying? Over the years and shit. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's like it's really just a. Uh... That's really just damn. It's crazy though. That's so fucked up, bro. That shit pisses me. I'm I'm angry, young. Yeah, that's crazy, bro. Like he ain't even like 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 you said. It ain't even got to be four hundred, bro. You can leave a nigga one million. Yeah, a hundred thousand, two half a million, something, bro. <clears throat> like you, you not even gonna leave him a penny. Like that would that would. And, and you know it ain't. It's not all about the money, but it's like it's the gesture that is what's getting me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that would change my whole outlook on life, probably. Like I don't, I don't know. 
that shit, that shit crazy. But yeah, when we get off, when we get off air, I could I could tell you some specific stories like with people close to us, family, as far as like leaving the money to the dog and all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, because that's 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 like. That's like that's ridiculous right there. Like that's like insulting right there. You know what I'm saying? But him, 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 at least him telling them straight up, like you ain't gonna get none of this. At least that's at least they all being honest. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like leaving stuff to the pet. That's kind of like that's kind of like a slap in the face a little bit. I feel like yeah, but yeah, enough of that, man. So we gonna. Uh, <clears throat> move on. I did want to touch on this uh President Biden statement that was made yesterday. Um he had an interview, but of course I didn't see that, so I just caught the tidbits of what he posted on Twitter. You know, he tweeted some highlights from the interview. That's what I like about Biden, man. If you you don't watch the interviews, he likes to tweet us the highlights from the interview. So basically you ain't even got to watch the jump. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course, he was talking a bunch of political jargon, which had nothing to do with me, so I really didn't care. And then I noticed that he made a tweet about cancer. And, you know, I'm a huge uh, breast cancer awareness advocate. So I um, just wanted to see what, what it was about or whatever. So they're working on uh, a program. It's called the Cancer Moonshot. And basically, they're going to be putting money into this uh, a bunch of uh, to get their hands on a bunch of resources and um, I think a way uh, better pharmaceutical doctors, um, labs, and stuff like that to start the process of changing the outcome of cancer. And <clears throat> he says it's a twenty-year project. Which, if done correctly, which they said they have more than enough means to do so, could cut the cancer death rate by at least. He and he did say at least, so it could be way, it could be way more than this. It could be a little bit more than this, but by at least fifty percent. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, it the goal, the overall goal is to turn cancer into more of a chronic disease than a death sentence. He says, Allah. HIV and AIDS, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, you know, when AIDS and, and that stuff first came out, it pretty much was a death sentence, but now you can pretty much live with that kind of stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And the the better pharmaceutical doctors, which I'm assuming he means, like, uh, in the labs as well as the hospitals, would be to create a more supportive experience for patients and families, so I'm guessing the type of... Uh, treatment will probably be a little bit easier on a person because you know i i've never had it but good lord chemotherapy does not sound good yeah it's not man um so yeah that's what he tweeted and i was taken aback and i was like yo you know now i knew a lot of people you know we like to be conspiracy theorists and oh yeah you know they got the cure for cancer and I, i'm one of those people because i do believe they have the cure for cancer and whatnot but it, it, it's a different thing for them to eke out information like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I didn't think I would live to see like this happen. Right. 
you know, I'm thinking like maybe a hundred years from now. I don't know why I'd be thinking like everything is just like a hundred years from now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But these are big obstacles to overcome. Like you know, <laughs> you know, it's gonna take some time. Right. And he did say it's a twenty year, a twenty year project. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm I'm on board with this, man. Now, I know people don't like to, you know, trust the government, believe in the government. I have my doubts about them too. But I feel like this kind of stuff, people just need to be on board, yo. Because either I know everybody's, you know, suffered a, multiple losses in the family due to cancer. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm a, like you said, I'm, I'm, I'm on board with it too, man. Just I just be wishing, like I, I think I said it before. I just wish they would always work on shit like this more often, and ex- so we can expedite shit like this. Mm-hmm. Versus like you'll hear like scientists working on some random shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, niggas trying to get the Jupiter and all that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, let's put all hands on deck, like how we talk about like video game developers and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they be spread out so thin they can't meet certain deadlines. They spread out so thin. Yeah, let's put all our resources into like some ground baking shit to help humanity for this versus the bullshit. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely hope I can uh live long enough to see like the outcome of this project, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I've lost quite a few cancer runs pretty prevalent in my family, you know what I mean? Yeah, so I've lost quite a few family members, pretty much all my grandparents. Um, my aunt, she had a brain cancer, she passed away from that. So it's it's you know I now ironically like uh, my grandparents uh, the mothers to be exact you know they died from breast cancer and that's what pretty much made me like I, I ain't gonna say that's what made me an advocate for breast cancer awareness but it that's probably subconsciously where it came from you know what I mean yeah shit like that at home yeah yeah and then like as I got older. I kind of just like was drawn to that one, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah, definitely look forward to seeing like the the progresses over this and and humanity in general. It's going in the right direction, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So just wanted to uh to touch on that that tidbit right quick. That that was something pretty cool. Um, I'm gonna see how how can we get into all these, man. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> while we were talking sports, I forgot to bring up the uh, the WWE. Even though WWE can double as sports and pop culture, technically, um, yeah, Vince McMahon has fired his son Shane McMahon from WWE. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, of course, when the the news broke, they say he's been quietly let go from WWE. I don't know how you do that quietly. Yeah, that should have been everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. But um he is no longer with the company. Um the, the final straw apparently was him making crazy changes to the Royal Rumble at the last minute as far even as late as while the match was going on to basically give himself more of a moment in which he probably I guess he probably knew he was gonna get fired or something, so that's why he did this. You know what I mean? 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense to me, I guess, you know. But give himself more of a moment, in which he did have his moments in it before being eliminated and whatnot. And wow, I'm going to ask you, man. I guess nobody, nobody really is safe, huh? No, nobody is safe. And it's funny, I was thinking about the McMahons while we were talking about Jackie Chan's situation. Because, like, it seems like we, you know, said so we never know, but you always hear the reports of like who Vince is going to leave the company to. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it, it, it kind of like some parallels with that whole situation because like, is he going to give it to Shane, Steph, H, or is he going to just sell it to somebody else? You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, this, this is a crazy situation for Shane to be let go. You know what I'm saying? So like. But it's nothing ever permanent, though. You know what I'm saying? He can always come back. So he still might be in the running to get the comedy. But that, that's kind of crazy, though. Yeah. And using his powers for bad, manipulating the rumble and shit like that. And I'm guessing maybe he was doing it now that I'm piecing shit together. Maybe his Vince was away because Vince's mother passed, just recently passed. Right. So maybe Vince wasn't there calling the shots. Right. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> Shane McMahon let go. Mm-hmm. Could we could Shane McMahon be all elite? <laughs> I don't think so, man. Yeah, I think, I think so. that's one thing that might be safe, man. Unless it's barring any storyline where they fake by uh AEW or some shit. Not fake by but by AEW like they did WCW back in the day. Swish it up and he's the owner of WCW now and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think so though. Okay. Okay, <clears throat> and that, and that's really just really just interesting. Interesting, like <laughs> I I really feel like Vince is gonna sell that to somebody else and not give it to none of them. That's what I really feel like. Because yeah, that's if, gonna be like super fucked up. Well, I mean, I don't know. Right. Uh, right, but at least at least in their situations, all of them are pretty much made. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Shane McMahon doesn't need uh, anything for real. No other Stephanie and Triple H is pretty good, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if they have any stake or any equity in the company, like at least Shane and and Stephanie. And, you know what I'm saying? So, if they do sell it, do they get any kickback from that deal? Yeah, they probably will, of course. Yeah, that's probably will. I'm quite sure at some point in time they did, unless Winston took it back or something, right? Yeah, you know, he because he. I, it, it wouldn't put it past me that he would like to work on like little details like that. Like, yeah, I'll give you this, but at any moment I can take it back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Kennedy be banned, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good impression. <laughs> 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 so that's that's the tidbit on that. Um also a quick tidbit on uh over in Slovakia. Flying cars are passing flying tests. And it says, man, in order to fly a car, you will need a driver's license and a pilot license. Um, are you ready for flying cars? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fuck. I'm scared enough to even drive regular cars. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't really like driving regular cars. Can you imagine the sky? Fo- well, it won't be a sky full because these motherfuckers will be expensive as shit first. Hey, fuck yeah, hell yeah! But that that should be crazy. But like, what if it? Because you know, with technology, even if it starts off super expensive, 
you know what I'm saying, it might drop to affordable price where it's going to be more than motherfuckers uh, available to people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Could yeah. you imagine that shit, though? Like, how the fuck, like, you know, on the ground we have markings and signs and shit. So what the fuck <laughs> they going to have in the air to control the traffic? Uh, you, you, I'm, I'm at that at that amount of rate. I know they got like the lights and all that shit, but like, say if I want to <laughs> fucking fly to Costco and shit, <laughs> I, I guess you're kind of just like, I'm just gonna assume and say like they will have to set it up like how they do airplane, where it's like, hello, yeah, I'm here, I'm here, I'm yeah, my bad, my bad, I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, you. Probably will have to set it up to how you do airplanes, where it's like you kind of just do your own thing, and then they have like a radio traffic control, mm-hmm. let you know, chiming in. You'll have to keep your radio on like a certain station or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be like, oh, you know, it's a lot of people flying this direction. Watch out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't that know. That should be crazy. Yeah. Hey, imagine, imagine like you being like still a regular person though, and you stop at like a red light or something. And that's how an accident happened. Somebody just fall out the sky on you or something. Yeah, that shit. This shit gonna be crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, 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 yeah. So you said they. You uh, said how close are they? They they, they passing the test, so they close. Yeah. So I'm, a, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna try to watch out for some YouTube videos. Hopefully, you know they should. You know what I'm saying? People should be out there just filming shit. You know, I, I want to see some shit. <laughs> and then hopefully with GoPros and shit like that. Yeah, you should get some interesting footage and shit. Yeah. So, you, the, so let me, what's your opinion on like, because um, now this is like groundbreaking. We can classify this as groundbreaking, right? Yeah, yeah. Flying cars. Yeah. And the uh, the groundbreaking thing that happened a couple of weeks ago over in China where they were, uh, they made the, the uh, artificial sun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, how, did, we, how did we talk about that? We didn't. Because uh, I, it, I was it, about it, to have that shit as a, uh, a what the fuck fact, too. The artificial fire, uh, sun? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't okay. know why I didn't, but maybe I found something <laughs> else because you know, that shit was like a lot to fucking explain and shit, you know what I'm saying? Especially like we learn this shit on the... Right. So, so it, it, so I want your opinion on like flying cars, you know, fake suns and all that type of stuff. What What do you feel like about America? Because we're we not working on nothing like that. Like they're working on stuff on how to progress life. I think we are though. You think so? Yeah, I, I was like, we just we keep our shit more under wraps and shit. Like it seems like they do shit for like practical inter- entertainment and shit like that. But like, like we got shit like them them stealth fucking bombers and shit like that is like fucking cool and shit. You know what I'm saying? I think we are doing some shit like that. I just think we keep this shit under wraps. Like that's what I think that shit is like that's the shit that is in Area Fifty One and all that crazy shit. You know? Oh, okay, okay. I mean, because I gotta see some. Because I I get you know that shit is cool, but I'm like that shit ain't like that ain't gonna be nothing. Like we not gonna never get our hands on those stealth bombers. Yeah, I'm saying we are working on the crazy ass technology and shit. I I I believe it. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. I'm like they they. Every every time we get threatened by something that you know niggas are saying the sun might burn out, they gonna be good, right? <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, I don't know how long. Yeah, that's just crazy. Yeah, like the flying cars, like it, it is gonna be kind of scary, but it's also gonna be kind of convenient if niggas could act right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I about to say if you can, like I said, if it put the parameters in place where the shit be safe and and shit like that. 
that should be a fucking hell of a lot. You know what I'm saying? Because like, you know what I'm saying? That you can get from A point A to point B way quicker. And hopefully it wouldn't that would eliminate shit like traffic jams and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I guess turn turn shit into the Jetsons, man. No bush. I can fucking go to Costco and be back home like two, three minutes or shit. Mm-hmm. Or oh, maybe they start building like stuff in the air. Yeah, yeah. But I said we gotta see what the fuck. Like, yeah, it, it gotta be something. Like, like I said, like I mean, like it probably works now because like probably. Too 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 many people flying, but like, what if you like you said, like that's like saying it's about to be a common thing over there in Slovakia. Mm-hmm. Like your average, I'm actually your average Joe, but like people gonna have like a ton of them. So like, you know, what I'm saying it'd be more than like people flying planes. You know what I'm saying? All right. So that shit, you, you know, what I'm saying especially like niggas using that shit to go to point A to point B, like we saying Costco and all that shit. So mm-hmm. they about to do something. Yeah, make uh. Instead of instead of the stores, instead of Target being one floor, make it twenty or something, yeah. That yeah. Way, the, the top ten floors be for them, and the bottom ten floors be for people driving <laughs> or something. You know what I'm mean? saying? Yeah. <laughs> Pop on the helipath up top. <laughs> Facts. Too sweet. But um, next. Oh yeah, t- I just want to say fuck Slovakia too, man. Oh, I said motherfuckers. That. Uh, looked at my email not too long ago. Like two attempts to try to take my fucking Yahoo job and shit. Oh, came over there. Yeah, I just had to get it out. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. Like I was thinking, as soon as you had said that shit, like when you had mentioned this shit off air, shit, I'm like hey, bitch ass motherfuckers, <laughs> those niggas over there trying to build cars and take email accounts, fucking mm-hmm. bitch. <laughs> yeah, party hacking it to see what see what kind of ideas you done sent people and shit. But uh, next tidbit is a uh, Kodak Black. Who uh, went on record twice in the last week and a half? Two different scenarios, saying that he still goes out and steals just to see if he still got it. Um. Now we've all had our bad habits in life. Have you ever? Have you ever rekindled the bad habit just to see if you could still do it? Nah, I don't think rekindled. I don't think so. <laughs> you? Yes. Okay, what what happened? Same thing, stealing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just it when he when he said it, especially the gas station zone. I laughed because I'm like, yeah, I've done that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I nigga that had thirty forty dollars on him and went to Seven Eleven and, and, and stole a candy bar. You know? What oh I'm yeah. Saying? yeah. Like, after, after the go goes, I used to pillage. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, I, I think I told you the story, man. My fucking homie, rest in peace, Wayne. Where this nigga, how the fuck you stole a hot dog from fucking Seven Eleven, bro? Man, I, and it's man, it's funny you bring that up. You know, uh, you know when uh Jay. Okay. Yeah, like remember I used to tell you we used to do evictions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was one of the ones. Like I don't know if you catch it. Like when I be streaming the uh, the Pokemon and we be kind of like indirectly when we be talking to each other and we be indirectly talking and he'd be like, "Dang, you know, we missed out on so many 3ds's and all of that." You know? <laughs> like okay. that's that's what he mean because he like he was like a uh, he was like a super jewelry person. And I was more so getting stuff that I felt like everybody around here already had, like Xbox stuff, PlayStation, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But we the niggas are turned down. So because niggas wasn't too big on Nintendo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So 
Yeah, like, yeah, we used to go to like the shoppers, the targets, up up the street at the mall, 7 Eleven, and he'll like reach his fingers under the lower glass, grab a glizzy. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of us would be distracting the little person at the register or whatnot, or you'll go ask for something that they got to walk around and get. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then, like, he do his thing. We go to the next store. It's the next person turn. Shabbos or something. Make, like, a little... You know how they be having the little plates at the bar? Okay. But you got... But they got, like, the super small little boxes, like the little french fry, fake french fry boxes and shit. Yeah. Yeah, niggas used to do that. You know, of course, it's like I can we can say this now. It's like 10, 12, 10, 10, 12 years ago. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, just yeah, niggas definitely used to be off their Latin shit. Definitely. Would you uh? What did you do recently to re- try to rekindle? See if you had it. Was it recently? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So this was a uh, what's this January? So this was like around Thanksgiving and whatnot. And um, I was in the dollar store. And when I go uh, grocery shopping, like if I'm not doing Amazon, I get like my big stuff from shoppers and then I go get like the little stuff from the dollar store, you know, like condiments, paper towel, paper, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like aluminum foil and stuff like that. So, you know how we be like uh, on our candle shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm I'm in the dump with the basket and I'm getting like ketchup, barbecue sauce. Uh, I got something that I wanted to try, even though when I tried, I think it was like some type of uh, what's it called, vin vignette dressing or something? Vinaigrette. Yeah, that. Yeah. So I was trying. I got one of them trash bags, and then I was like, I was like, damn, I'm gonna go over and step over to the little candle section and shit. And then I was like, man, I remember like. Back then, I used to steal stuff way bigger than this. You gotta just put this down in your pocket. Niggas wouldn't even notice and shit. Mm-hmm. So then, once I had the little flashbacks, I would just, I just did it and shit. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. So it, it, ain't, it ain't, I ain't, it ain't something I'm gonna just keep doing. But right, right. You know, just to live those little moments. That's why when me and Jay be like talking back and forth, that should be funny. Like man, <laughs> we live in those little moments. But I'm also not a millionaire either. Or whatever Kodak is. You feel it's right. different for him? Nah, I think it's the same. It's like the money don't change don't yeah. change people. You know what I'm saying? So it just only just intensifies with the yacht shit. And that kind of goes back and forth to the old story. We, the other story we had, just, I don't know, maybe he's just a person that just goes on spontaneity and shit. So, you know what I'm saying? He had the whole crazy scene on the spot at the NHL game. But then, then you know what I'm saying? Now he wants to test this luck and see if he still got it with the, the shop listing and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But nah, I don't think it's changed. Yeah. And because yeah, he's a super gremlin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Anybody that what he say in the song? He knew that the uh the perk was fake, but he took it anyway because he a gremlin. Oh, okay. <laughs> anybody anybody that say something like that, man, yeah, watch out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a tidbit on Kodak. Um, I le- I'm going to let you get into the NLE Chopper baby mama drama. What was going on with that? So, yeah. Um, it was hearing a story that uh, his baby mother was trying to get him like locked up because allegedly he had shot up the house. And so, Damn. her house. And um, turns out that it was false. And 
I'm just reading the story, and he's going through the same um, baby mother trouble that, like, pretty much every black male father is dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Not being able to see the kid. Like, say the kid's, like, what, two, two, three years old, and only seeing him, like, seeing her, like, two to three times. Okay. Um, Holding his jewelry and shit like that as ransom and shit. And now she's willing to barter, make a trade, because he has her passport and shit like that. It's like, damn, that shit just sucks. That like, you got to go through that shit. Like how we always say is a, a male, especially a black male wants to be a part of the kid's life. They got to jump through these hurdles and obstacles. And it's probably because he don't want to be with her no more. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, uh, yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, Man, it's just way too normal, man. Um, And it is it's 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 hard to even like keep speaking on it, you know what I'm saying, yeah, because yeah. it happens so much, like, and it ain't really nothing you could tell because at first, you know, of course, we could sit back and be like, "Oh, you just gotta pick better girls or judge better girls, but it's like everybody's such good actors nowadays, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and you just never know. That you're dealing with a, that kind of person until it's too late. So yeah. I, I mean, so shout out to him. Like, you know, I don't know what how his money looking, but I think he's pretty good, well off. If you want to take it to court, even though I understand why people don't take it to court, like you shouldn't have to do that for your own kid. Yeah, he's trying to. Like, uh, that's one thing he mentioned too. Like, he had a whole bunch of rants and shit on um, Twitter, and that's one thing he was saying. Like, he's like mad as hell that the court cases keep getting pushed back due to COVID and shit. Right, right. And that it is um, I feel for him because I, I hope he got like good lawyers and stuff like that because the system set up against niggas anyway. Right. You know what I mean? So even though he, even if he get up in there, it ain't no guarantee like it's going to side in his favor. Correct. He, you, you'll go to court for one thing and it end up, end up you know what I'm saying? Having to pay triple, triple the support, you know what I'm saying? Maybe could get a joint custody or something. Yeah. But but these the laws are set up, these females, they give females way too much power. And like you said earlier in the part, man, power just corrupts absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's what especially in like our community, that's what well not not just our community, it's it's all communities. Like once the once a person for the most part feel like they don't need you anymore, uh, I'm getting the money from the government. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? We don't need you. You know, we we family without you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a lot. Shout out to shout out to him, man, because that's a, I know that's a, that's weighing a lot on his mind, and I have to have to deal with that and to st- still go put out like albums, music. Um, I think he got like the number one video on YouTube right now with the uh, what is a shot of six or something. Okay, I think I got looking to that show. I was like watching somebody watching on Twitch, but I had it muted. Mm-hmm. That's the John we had like all like the, he was doing like a whole bunch of, like con, for lack of a better word, cosplay and shit like that. Right. Yeah, I got. I didn't watch that shit. Yeah. So number one uh video on YouTube right now. So uh. I think he said, uh, I think I seen an act tweet that uh, his album is slated to sell uh, about 20, 
25k in the first week, which is good for him because he doesn't like he has like a super big deal. You know what I mean? Okay. And like he's super promoted or something like that. But um, yeah, uh, I hope he just gets through this situation. I hope everybody in this situation gets through this situation and try to maintain some form of sanity because we've seen people go off the deep end way too many times dealing with you know the the female and the kid situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, well said, man. Like you said, well wishes to Enelie Chopper and his journey, and as well as everybody who's dealing with this shit. And um, to keep on with the uh, the hard topics, and then we hopefully we can move on to some lighthearted ones, um, maybe a little bit of jokes and some uh, a, a good good fact, a good topic. Mm-hmm. Um, four men were arrested in the Michael K. Williams case. Right. You know, what I'm saying it's turned out that the um, heroin he had was laced with fentanyl. And I'm starting to see like a lot of more cases when it comes to like big name celebrities. I think it happened with Mike Miller. Mm-hmm. Like when they take these laced drugs, it is being tracked back to the dealers. So man, this sucks. How do you feel about this, man? Um, yeah, rest in peace to him. Yeah, this fentanyl thing has become a super crazy like epidemic as of late. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's kind of, I guess it's kind of always been out there, but it's more so like happening to more celebrities and stuff now. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm not even gonna swear to you, I'm just now learning like what the fit and all stuff was or whatever. This was like sometime last year when I learned what it actually was. Mm-hmm. Um, now I know Mac Miller overdosed, I didn't know it was from like that or anything, so I did a uh. I did a TikTok with this female, I think around like last summer, and we were like recreating like this song from a, a female artist or whatever, right? And so the fem- a female that I was talking to in real life, we were on the phone and she was like, oh, I seen your TikTok. Um, what's that song y'all was doing? And so when I gave her the song, she was like, who is that? I never heard of her before. And I was like, you know what? Me neither. So I Googled the, the person, right? And she was like a young Chicago female rapper. I forget her name now. But she was like a young Chicago female rapper. I think she was like 19. But she had died because she overdosed. And that's what and that's what uh she had overdosed. It was like fentanyl or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so that's when I like looked up what it was or how it was because I was like, "Yo, that song was Jive Fire!" Like she was like one of them ones. It felt like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And boom, it's just gone because she overdosed. And going forward, it's just like it just turned into a pan not pandemic, an epidemic because it's like every time you see oh. Uh, they done recovered a uh, hundred pounds of uh, fentanyl, lace this, fentanyl, lace that, or such and such died from this. It was laced with fentanyl. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I really just would encourage people to like one, not to do drugs, period. And if you do, like, oh, is it a way that you can check or anything? You know what I'm saying? It is. I'm, I'm mad as hell because. Uh... I think when the Kate when um his death was first announced and you know saying the details are coming out, um I, you know saying listen to the Joe Bun podcast. Shout out to the Joe Bun podcast. He's a mm-hmm. big advocate of like the drug stuff and stuff. And he was like he had I think him or Parks or somebody 
they had a, um like a website or a phone number you can call, mm-hmm. and I think you can get like some type of test or something. It was something like that, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's, it's definitely ways you can check to see if it's laced with uh fentanyl or whatnot. And like you said, like you took the words right out of my mouth, like. If you so don't do drugs, but if you have to, definitely, definitely be careful of who you buy your stuff from and and whatnot, man. Be, mm-hmm. be careful. Yeah, definitely, definitely something serious out here with the fentanyl. Because that's like a man-made drug, right? Not to you know, got super go into it, right? That's yeah, like, I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. some crazy shit. Yeah, man. Um, so. Piggybacking on with the uh, with these topics, uh, New York drill rapper T. Dot Wu was uh, fatally shot yesterday in his own neighborhood hours after signing his first record deal with Million Dollar Music, late the label or whatever. Um, he was associated with Pop Smoke, the late Pop Smoke, and also. Fabio Foreign. Um he was it was a I guess they were posted up in his neighborhood and it was a drive by that happened. He was struck one time in the leg and one time in the head. Um taken to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. Did you hear about uh have you heard of T Dot Wu? I, I hadn't heard of him. I haven't. I uh think like I said I came across the uh topic, but like I said I didn't know him too well. Mm-hmm. So I, I I didn't really further look into it, but yeah, that's that's super sad, man. You know, five years going through it, losing, it seems like he's losing people after people after people, man. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, it's the same old song, man. Um, gotta get out, bro. Yeah. Like, I love, I love, I would love my neighborhood to die, but you gotta love it from a distance. I mean, I guess these, <clears throat> I guess it's different because I'm, I don't consider myself a street guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These guys are street guys, so this is what they do, and they don't, they not, you know, they don't fear not living long. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, they say they ready for it, accepting their fate and all that. Yeah. So it, it it's kind of hard to like adjust when your mindset's like that. Right. When, when you're already when you're already satisfied, then stuff like signing the labels or getting a bunch of money, it really doesn't matter. Apparently, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I just feel like it's so much more to do. Like, the generational wealth, the getting your family straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't know, just another another young guy gone too soon in his own hood. Yeah. So, um, I guess, man, not, not a lighter topic, but at least it's not, it doesn't involve death. You know what I'm saying? You were telling me about the whole NBA young boy and Meek Mill unhappy with, uh, oh, Roddy Rich as well, unhappy with Atlantic Records. You want to go on that? Oh, yeah. So, to top big dogs on Atlantic Records aren't happy with Atlantic <laughs> Records. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, like, I think they just do stuff to try to like take money away from, keep money away from um, certain artists. Like uh, NBA Youngboy was unhappy that they uh, was qualified one of his albums as a mixtape, and I guess that kind of plays into like, oh well, you know what I'm saying? 
with a deal, you owe us albums, so like they try to keep him under contract. Right, right. They took some of his certifications away from like Billboard album sales. That'll also drive more money to him. And mm-hmm. I know Meek has always had his gripes about Atlantic not paying him properly. And then on top of that, he would say he was screwed out of uh, some management money over Roddy Rich while he was in jail or whatever. Like he, guess he maybe found Roddy Rich or brought Roddy Rich maybe to Atlantic, and he wasn't properly compensated for that. Okay. So, yeah, I just don't know what's up with record label. Well, I know what's up with record labels. Eh? Mm-hmm. Just, just not, people and stuff. So not, just, um, not really not really caring to hide it too much anymore. Right. <laughs> you know, and we're, like, that's one thing we are progressing in, in America is the savagery. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, people are being super savage and it just really comes down to trying trying to teach the the younger artists to stay away from these labels if possible. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um or it takes it takes like a not a well meek maybe the, or it takes like these other bigger artists to start their own labels and just run things the right way. You know what I mean? True, true that, true that. What do you feel about that? Yeah, I think that'll be like a nice step in the direction. It's like you said, like even same thing with the NFL. Like you mentioned, like with the AFL, like maybe it's like time to take our ball and just go play on our own court. You know what I'm saying? Because like right. obviously these bammers ain't doing right by it. It's gonna be hard because like a lot of these people are the gatekeepers. You know they can play foul and try to like throw wrenches in our plans to try to make our own or whatever. But hey, mm. you gotta try something. And like mm-hmm. I people saying that, like. He want like how we say the same thing with Kaepernick or whatever. Need some of these top people while you're doing good to speak on that stuff. Don't wait till like you're down and out and struggling to try to speak on it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that'll help a lot too. All right, because it's just and, and that 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 that's one thing I would have said about Brian Flores too. Like he probably should have came out when Cubs offering like paying him to lose games. He should have said something. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, the, I guess the last straw was just, like, you feeling like it's discrimination and stuff. But you already kind of done bought into it. But, right. yeah. yeah, but yeah, definitely, it's a huge, di- like, the everybody in history, like, they made they made their history because they were, like, Muhammad Ali was in his prime. Doing this stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah, like Martin Luther King and these guys were like in their prime doing this stuff, and Martin Luther King would have waited till he was like 70 or something to do it, right? When I had the same impact, right? Right, right, like you got to be like in your prime, that's the platform, that's the impact, you know what I mean? So it's he's he's correct on that, and hopefully, people follow suit. And everybody has to follow suit though, because you know, because mm-hmm. it's it's you got the it's the rappers or you got the moguls like Jay Z who's been trying to get people on this wave. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But every time he says something, it's just like, oh, he's just the OG talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, really got to get people like going and all of that. So, <sighs> hopefully. It, it and then the NBA young boy because he he like he's 
like outselling almost everybody pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I don't know why they're trying to blackball them, but like I said, I don't <laughs> know. It's just they want to keep you at a certain jump, certain level. They don't want you to exceed nothing. They don't want to let you get too much power. Maybe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And especially a knucklehead like him, because I ain't no telling what he's going to be doing. <laughs> I want to give myself a pat in the back, man. I got, I, I discuss Meek, and I ain't, I ain't, I ain't have to clown him, man. <laughs> yeah, man, for the first time, like it ain't, it ain't something corny. Yeah, yeah, that's what's, that's what's up right there. All right, so that's transitioning to something that a lot of people feel is corny. Uh, Summer Walker's new haircut, man. Yeah. Uh, anybody that didn't seen it, she has donned a new hairstyle. It is very Goro from Mortal Kombat esque. Um, it's pretty much a low cut all over, and then a long ponytail hanging from the back. Uh, this is your girl. How do you feel about her? Uh, it's not. It's not a good look. Number one, like crazy. She's like a. In my opinion, super, super, super beautiful, beautiful girl. You know what I'm right. saying? I, I don't know. Like that's like one of the types I like the whole hood rat type looking type Jones, whatever. Like mm-hmm. My front edges. Uh-huh. And um, even if you wanted to go with that hairstyle, like you got so much money, why couldn't you get that done better? Like you just looked it like off, like no hairline, uneven. Mm-hmm. Like your scalp was kind of dry or something. I don't know. It just, it just wasn't a really a good look overall. And then to not do it right, to not do it justice, it's not going to make it look... It's not even giving it a chance. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Um. I, I like Summer Walker a little bit, but yeah, I'm not feeling this hairstyle. Now, like you said, if done correctly, I, I, I'm on board for you know, something new. She's the definition of like trying something new. And sometimes you do get tired of saying the same old, same old all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I be wanting to experiment with my hair. I wish I could have a different hairstyle or something like that. But I don't know. I'm just limited, I guess. But like, she, <laughs> yeah, I ain't mad at her. She's like I said, I just wish she did, did it right. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, you got all that money. You can't get like no proper barber or, you know what I'm saying? Somebody to cut it up. It looked like she just went in that joint and did it herself. You know what I'm saying? Just right. like looking in the mirror. It's like your first attempt at cutting your own hair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hmm Yeah. So that definitely maybe maybe that was just the first stages of something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So uh, take us. I know you uh, want to give a quick little tidbit on the uh, Janet Jackson documentary that dropped. Oh yeah, man. Um, it's crazy. I didn't even know what was going on. I didn't really hear too much about it. But I'm keep hearing people on, um, you know, how, like that stuff is like, um, it's like a social event on social media, you know. So everybody's tuning in. I keep seeing different statuses, people talking about it. I told, I told he's talking about Janet Jackson. I'm like, I think a little bit of Mike. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, just some, just just a quick tidbit about it. Among total viewers, Janet Jackson on Lifetime and A and E had a. 48% stronger turnout than Surviving R. Kelly Part 1 on mm. Lifetime in the first weekend of January 2019 with 3.1 million versus 2.1 million P2 plus live plus same day linear viewers. In addition, Janet Jackson was Cable's best non-fiction uh, freshman debut since ESPN and ESPN's 2, The Last Dance docuseries in 2020 
with the total viewers across the key ages, 18 to 49, demo ages, 25 and 54. On A&E, part four of the Channel Jackson Doc event was the network's most watched telecast since uh, the biograph the WWE Legends in the 25 to 54 range. So I then wasn't aware that this young did numbers like that. You know what I'm saying? Right, a forty-eight percent increase over, you know, what I'm saying R. Kelly. You know the waves that made a lot of people watch that. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's good though. That's that's good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's showing that like, if you do make content, maybe it's not super salacious. It can still do numbers. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And um, I definitely have to check it out, or at least try to go find some highlights from it, and then see what the highlights hitting on, and maybe go watch it in full. Right. Yeah, definitely a Janet Jackson fan, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, was it going over her life or something? Or yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm inter- interested in that. She's she somewhat, at least in my opinion, I feel like she's somewhat underrated as far as like who she is. Yeah. Um, big 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 shadows to live in, but I feel like she's had a super successful music career and a lot of music hits. But I feel like you know she's not. Throwing out there with the upper echelon of artists of all time, as she should be. You know right. what I mean? Um. So I got a, I got another quick little uh tidbit, and um, it's February, so this will be the month that um the real husbands of Hollywood will be debuted in their sixth and final season. Sometime this month. Now, anybody knows that over the course of the uh, 2010s, they had a fake little reality TV show. Uh, I think pretty much all of them fake, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, they didn't try to hide it. <laughs> yeah. They didn't try to hide this. Uh, wait, Kevin Hart, uh, Chorus Bojo, Nelly, Robin Thicke. Um, whoa, whoa, I'm missing somebody. But uh, yeah, all the original cast is back, and um, this was a funny show. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing these. Um, these guys, uh, Nelly. Did I say Nelly? I think so. Okay, yeah. I well, just making sure. But yeah, these guys had amazing chemistry together. They're awesome knuckleheads. Um, I'm looking forward to this. You gonna check it out? Yeah, I'm gonna try to check it out. Maybe you kept telling me to check it out. It was funny and stuff like that. You know, so I'm gonna try to check it out. Yeah, this is it's like watching sketch. It's like watching a sketch comedy show. That's what that's what that was. Okay. Yeah. Um. So also getting into a tidbit, Nick Cannon expecting his eighth baby with Wildin' Out girl Bree. How do I say this? Clearly, she's foreign. Tizy or Teasy. Um, months after his five-month-old son passed away, he is expecting another child. Um, when asked, does he plan on slowing down? He says that he's going to keep having as many babies as he can. And he's able to financially support them all, and he's able to be a good father to all, so there's no problem to him or anybody that he's procreating these families with. Um, this is, if I'm not mistaken, this is like the third wild and out girl now that he's even got <laughs> pregnant. 
Slow down, boy. Slow down. At least with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, how do you feel about this? I'm surprised. Uh, well, I can't, I'm not surprised. I was like, it's like, wow. Like, I was like, when, when is he going to stop? <laughs> and um, I'm, well, I will say I'm surprised too. It's like, hopefully, Jinx knock on wood. You know what I'm saying? Well, I have him just like, you know what I'm saying? Putting out his Roy Oates like that. Hopefully, he doesn't run into any, you know what I'm saying? Crap with the women or whatever. And I'm like shocked at that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, shout out to him, man. Like you said, if he can take care of it. To get the kids, be there for them financially and in the physical. Hey, do you? Mm-hmm. And he has, obviously, he has the the twins with Mariah Carey. His baby mother list is pretty impressive, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Man. I'm trying to say Nick Corny, man. Nick was never corny to me, bro. That's my yeah, guy. yeah. Uh, he's he's Nick Cannon fan. Huge. Yeah, me too. All all that drum line, love don't cost a thing. Gigolo. Might have to, might have to watch some these joints again, man. Yeah, drumline was my joint. I didn't love them cause a thing. Yeah, a- excellent. Nick, 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 Nick has Loke and another. I feel like underappreciated person, man. Yeah, with, with the whole wilding out ordeal. He's low key had himself a hell of a run. Uh-huh. Um. So speaking of people that have had themselves a hell of a run, have to bring up. Nicki Minaj was um made headlines uh two separate occasions this week. Um one occasion she was asked about potentially doing a song with the um City Girls and responded to that by saying that she wouldn't do a song with the City Girls because the City Girls don't like her. They made it abundantly clear, you know, so she wouldn't do songs with people that she don't like. Um, obviously, the city girls got wind of this, and a megaphone call was set up. And after a lengthy phone call by uh, Nicki Minaj's statement, she says that they've settled their differences, they're going to move past it, and magic will be on the way. Are you ready for a Nicki Minaj featuring city girls or a city girls featuring Nicki Minaj? And part two to the question is, don't you wish you was on that three-way call with three of those females? Oh, I don't know if I wish I was on the call. I wish, I wish I'd be on set when they make the video. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm here for it. I'm ready for it, man. Like, this needs to happen more often. I think the women needs to get past that dumb stuff, the dumb barriers to keep them from working together. Mm-hmm. And I'm here for it. I know it's gonna be a banger, and it's, it's shaping up for Nicki to have like a nice return back to music. You know what I'm saying? With key key artists like Lil Baby, mm-hmm. and the this. City Girls. Yeah, first you know she might have her Wayne Drake features or whatever if if, if that's what she choose. Right. So she's gearing up for an album this year. It, it might be. It might be one of the ones. Yeah, this is the way to do it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to a Nikki and City Girls type of ordeal. Um, I, I would have loved to have been on that phone call. You know, I like. I was I, gonna ask you about that. Like, what? what, what? I, um, just, just, just. I'm, I just like. I would like want to talk to Nikki, and I like. I'm low key, a, slightly a young Miami fan. You know what I'm saying? 
Like a lot of people think her voice is ratchet, but I low key like her voice and shit. Like I, I like that stuff. Like to a certain extent, you know what I'm saying? I like the ratchetness. Yeah. So that I would have wanted to be there. I mean, JT's cool too, you know. But uh, yeah, I, I would have been been super flirtatious on the phone if it was me. But you know. Um. So she also made headlines because uh, you know, she is a part time activist. You know, not officially, but, you know, she likes to look out and give, you know, good advice to the females, the barbs, as she calls them. <clears throat> so she popped up in a Kevin Samuels live. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. And um, Kevin Samuels basically was talking about, you know, the, the normal things that he talks about. He's like a, basically a counselor for for couples, females and males. Nicki Minaj popped in. And she was giving her advice, and then a little tidbit, you know, came down to uh, I think every time Kevin Samuels has a a guest on, he makes them rate themselves. And so, when asking what Nicki Minaj would rate herself, she came out and said a seven. You know, he he quickly refuted the seven and gave her a nine, uh, citing that facial structure, um. Obviously, body development and whatnot kept her away from nine. He says the only thing keeping away from a ten was a slight—I forgot what word he used—but a slight something in her personality. But she was pretty much, you know, smitten as a kitten at that point. You know what I'm saying? So that's interesting. Yeah. So she was blushing, taken aback. Thanking him, and you know, how do you feel about this Kevin Samuels and Nicki Minaj collab? It's funny because, like, it he has to be a fan of hers, mm-hmm. and I, I will maybe, 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 maybe I'm I'm jumping the gun here, but you know, Kevin Samuels is a uh, he doesn't hold he doesn't bite his tongue, right? Right. So I, I got like a maybe a two parter for you. Remember back in the day, or like a little while ago, he kinda like came at um what's the girl's name? The, uh the light skinned chick, um Migos uh Quavo's girl. Oh uh Sweetie. Sweetie. And he kinda said she was a seven. Okay. And he's saying Nikki is a nine. Right. My question to you. You think that's accurate? Who who do you who do you like prefer or like better? I would prefer Nikki, but I don't think Sweetie is a seven either, though. Like, I don't know. It's it's all philosophy based because it's like to me, Nikki is like a nine, but is she like really or it's not? Is it really a real nine? Like you know, when you when you judge the body, it's like we know she had that worked on. Right, you know what I'm saying. So it's and that's like the, that's the parameters he put in place for Sweetie and stuff like that. Like you take away all the makeup, it is that and the third. You know what I'm saying? Seven. Right, and I feel like she would be like a nine too, if not a ten. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I like both too, but I think I like like if you take away like if you just take away like the notoriety and the star power and stuff like that, I think I would like Sweetie more. Okay. 
Yeah. So I think I think if I if, if I was like to see both of them walking down the street, I probably would like Nikki a little more. But just because she's thick, though, like she's mm-hmm. like she's like healthy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And especially because she like healthy and small. I think when he was like, because before he make you judge yourself, he was trying to get like the basis of her and shit. Yeah, some like what dress size you wear, how tall yeah. are you? So she Wait, all, shit like that, maybe. Like, yeah. So yeah. she all like, well, I'm five three. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I didn't know that he was that short. Five three. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that's crazy. Like she's not like a midget. She's not like, <laughs> but yeah, like unless she was just swelling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like could have been on joke time and shit. But yeah, he probably he probably is a fan because he didn't have nothing bad to say about it. Like I said, he did like kind of slight her personality a little bit, but it wasn't nothing to. You know, caused bad blood or nothing. Because by the time he even said it, she was already, you know, geeking off the fact that he was slicing her up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, that that really uh, knocks out everything I had. Did you have anything? No, I just had like a small tidbit. Uh, I think they was calling for uh, uh, Nikki to have one more conversation with another famous person. I don't think she. Build that relationship with yeah, and and, and Nas X. <laughs> oh okay, I thought you about, yeah. to, say, I thought you about to say Cardi B and shit. I'm about to uh, say, yeah, we, we don't need all that right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nah. They was Pope people was reaching out, and not reaching out, or saying that maybe they should have their conversation and hopefully, you know, what I'm saying get to a relationship where they can make music and shit. I don't know if I want to hear a Nas X and Nicki song. It might crank, but I don't know if I want to hear it though. Yeah, I'll pass. I'll pass. And, Lil, uh, okay. No, nah, I was about to say, Lil Nas X, he, he got some eyes on him, man, but people people just need to learn, like, if you just keep stuff professional, you won't you won't even be in these situations. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially in that kind of profession. But I don't know. It is what it is. But go ahead. Yeah, I know I was about to say just and like wrapping up before we get to our facts. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if I, I was gonna talk to you. Um and see if you wanna make it a segment. It seems like we adding segment, segment, segments. I don't know if I don't know if we wanna overdo it with the segments. But you know what I'm saying, in the wake of Black History Month, I wanted to give a shout out to Amari Wimbrush. Uh, okay. you know what I'm saying? Played at uh Dr. Henry A. Wise High School up in Marlborough. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's a dual athlete. He's a 6'7", 180-pound wide receiver slash small forward. Mm. Um, he signs to Bowie State with a full ride from football and basketball. So that is the first dual sport athlete recruit signee in school history. And oh, he's wow. from here. So definitely shout out to Amari Winbush. Okay. So that, that was going to be the first The first question I asked you was, was he, he must be from here, huh? Yeah. Yep. But yeah, congratulations to him, man. Um, that's a lot of hard work and dedication. Endless. It takes a lot to be it takes a lot to be good at something. It takes double that to be great. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um I'll keep a keep an eye out for him. You know, it's two sports, full ride scholarship. You earned it, get it. Go to the next level, brother. Yeah, that's dope right there. Yeah, how how do you want to do? You want to do the facts or the songs first? Did you have a song? Nah, I didn't get a chance to do any. 
Um, we could do the facts first, and then we could and we could end with the song. My song. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, um, my fact is that I felt like this is real cool, right? So, this is this happened in 1963. Um, a Turkish man bought a house, right? Uh-huh. And when he bought the house, I think it was like a fixer-upper. When you buy the house, for people that don't know, you buy the house, and it's certain changes, certain things in the house that need to be fixed up, right? Uh-huh. So he put the money down to um renovate the house or whatever. He was going to uh add rooms and just do like the bare necessities that make the house look more, you know, beautiful and whatnot. Uh-huh. So one uh one day during the renovation, they knocked down a wall in the basement, and inside the wall was a tunnel. So he followed this tunnel, and it led him to an ancient underground city, which once homed up to twenty thousand people. Um. That is crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you, you just renovating your home. Imagine you renovating your home and niggas knock a wall down and you find a tunnel. The tunnel alone is crazy, but leading you to an underground city though. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> <laughs> that is my what the fuck fact today. Man, I couldn't even I couldn't even imagine. Like Man, did the price on that house just go up? Right. I was wondering, like, <laughs> you know how the government acts, right? So, like, when shit like that, I wonder they can, like, I wonder if they, like, fuck with him, try to take the land or some shit from him or some shit like that. Or, like, did he just, I'm the quite value sure. of his shit just went up? I'm, I'm quite sure they took it from him. Yeah. How about I say, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't hear, like, stuff, like, when people, like, you know what I'm saying, they go digging or doing some shit and they find, like, a natural resource or some shit, you know what I'm saying? They're laying like they, oh, got oil in their head. You know what I'm saying? You know the government coming to take that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's definitely fucking super crazy. And hopefully, you know what I'm saying? If they did take it from, hopefully they reimbursed him heavy. You know what I'm saying? Got him out the way for that shit. You know what oh, I'm yeah. Saying? Yeah, they definitely, they definitely probably blessed up. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I don't, I don't know like what's the, What's what's a number that can be like you selling that basically you selling a city, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what's a what's a number? <laughs> yeah, I about to say I would try to get to I would try to I know you probably don't got a lot of time to think, but I would think of a happy number. And I probably would just get that shit up. You know what I'm saying? Get a mm-hmm. get a good enough number and try to get that shit up versus um going into war with the city. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, winding you know what I'm saying? Up, not getting too there. much nothing, yeah. Yeah, getting killed or something. Right, right. Yeah. Give me another house somewhere else and then give me a check. Because depending on like who you are, like what the fuck are you going to do with it? You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. I'm but, about to, uh, okay. I was about to say, damn, what if they was like, oh, yeah, you know, all right, cool. It's your city now. Go ahead. I mean, but you can't live in an underground city. I'm yeah, I'm about to say, like, what you gonna do? Like, not in the Oxford. Yeah, like, you, do you have the money to, like, do anything with it? I don't know what you could do with it. And do you have the, the money and the financial backing to do something with it? 
I don't know. That that'll be interesting though. Facts. <laughs> but uh that is my what the fuck fact for today. Hey, that's good shit right there. Thank you. We pushing the envelope with these facts and stuff, man. <laughs> we we be out like having some good jokes. Yeah, man. Um I I was torn. I had I came across one that was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. But then I came across another one like right before we started recording. I, I, I think I go with this one. Okay. All right. So in the UK, it's this uh, person. I, I guess you can call him an artist as well. Mm-hmm. Lee Hadwin. You know, it's crazy the stuff you can do when you sleep, right? Like sleepwalking amazes me, right? Yeah, that is wild. So what if I told you this person has like a superpower, I would say this, because it's amazing to have this talent anyway. Mm-hmm. But when he sleeps, he noticed at four years old that when he would, uh, in mid-sleep, he would do paintings. And at the age of 15, he awoke into him doing, doing a painting of uh, Merlin Moreau, a nice painting of Merlin Moreau. And like these are good paintings because they're selling for millions and millions of dollars. Trump has bought one. Mm. And the weird thing about the shit, not only that you're painting while you sleep, is he doesn't possess this power while he's awake. So he cannot paint anything while he's awake. Oh wow. So people thought this shit was a ruse or it was fake. It could be, but scientists had worked with him and studied it, and they could confirm that. He's legit. Okay. <laughs> so that's kind of crazy as fuck. They're like, that you can be a full-blown millionaire artist while you sleep, but when you're awake, you don't possess this. You can't hone in on this talent to paint while you're awake. And I was just I was just like wondering, I'm gonna have to like dive into it and like mm-hmm. what the fuck were you painting on? You know what I'm saying? Like especially in your earlier ages. Because you didn't know you were doing this shit. Well, you just painting on the fucking wall, and then maybe. I, I just don't get it. Like, how the fuck did you find a pad or whatever they call the shit? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your surface to paint on and you're sleeping shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's right. fucking crazy. It, it's, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm more enamored with like, like the mind at that point. You mm-hmm. know, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're awake, it doesn't have like the intellectual capacity to, or your hands don't have the hand-eye coordination to... But no, if you sleep, your eyes close. So then even still, right. like... <laughs> like, that's your that's your mind controlling it at that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, what is it doing when you're asleep? Is it... Is it instead of relaxing, do it gear up into another gear or something? Yeah. That's, that's, makes yeah, you that's, wonder. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That definitely is a superpower. And and see, he need like a show or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm have to look. I might, like I said, I might have to look more into this and see what the fuck is up and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. <sighs> but that is my what the fuck fact for the yeah. Day. That was great right there. Yep. All right, and before we close out the podcast, we have a new segment we're going to introduce. We talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. My man Teddy came up with the name Hand Me Down Hits. Came These up with are, 
came up with the name in, in five seconds, y'all. As soon yeah, as you said it. Freestyle King. Okay, <laughs> I was I was actually amazed. Shit, like, fire. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so this is gonna be a segment where hits are presented to a person and they turn it down by maybe that person, multiple people sometimes you'll hear these stories, mm-hmm. and then they be going to be billboard top one hundred hits. Okay. Sorry, so my hit for today is Miley Cyrus, you can't stop, and we won't stop. This song was pivotal, pivotal in Miley's career. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? She was trying to get back, you know what I'm saying, especially over the Hannah Montana stuff, right. trying to get back into making music, and it kind of propelled her career back on track. This song was, a re- I would love to hear her sing it. This song was originally intended for the person we've been talking about in the news lately. And we probably were supposed to talk about it today. We forgot. We forgot about it. Rihanna. Oh, This wow. song was intended for Rihanna. Um, yeah, so I thought the Riri, she is pregnant. Oh, you know, we talked about it the last don't. Yeah, you know, we did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, we talked about Mike Rehab. Yeah, Rehab. Because yeah, we were talking about the Tom Brady shit either. Right, we had a whole special on that, so that's good. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, get it. Go, go look for it. A previous episode, two, the two previous pods. Yep, uh, yep, yep. Um, yeah, definitely would have loved to have Rihanna sing that song. She probably had a rock. Miley, Miley killed it too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, right. I love Miley, my Miley, right. fan fires music, all the other shit. I don't know about. Yeah. Um. One thing we've learned about Rihanna is that. One, she doesn't drop albums frequently. So there's probably endless songs that's getting passed along. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but sheesh, yeah, I definitely, I thought you were going to say somebody else. I definitely would have loved to hear her say that. <laughs> but said. don't fret. Because while she is maybe missed out on some hits, mm-hmm. she has also acquired some hits that other people passed up. The song Umbrella was originally mm-hmm. proposed to Britney Spears. Yeah. So I, I I actually read about that like a long time ago. And that that's a good that's a good thing that it did get to Rihanna. Facts. Cause while I think Britney would have like did good, I don't think it would have been like what it was. Right. Right. The smaller ones. Disturbia was intended for Chris Brown. Mm. And the last one we talked about her on the, when we first did the uh the music topic, Leona Lewis was supposed to get the, the song with Calvin Hurst. Um We We Belong or something, we love or some shit like that. But that was a big hit for Rihanna with um Calvin Hurst. Oh, okay. Yeah, I this Oh, and like I said, when we when you first was doing these the last podcast, like I don't know, I think I just think my mentality just would have been different. Like I I I'd, I'd have been hoarding everything people sent me. Mm-hmm. Like I I'd have been off like my my Tupac shit and how they said that they recorded four hundred songs in one year. Mm-hmm. Like that would have just had to been me. Yeah. I mean, you probably would have too, but like you said, you ain't gonna be a hundred percent. All right, yeah, that's true too. That's true, but uh, it's like I, all it would have took was for me to maybe like 
Because I'm thinking when they when they when they enter when they pitch these hits to these artists, are they just sending like the song over? Are they sending the the lyrics and the beat? Is it just the lyrics? Like it could be a combination of all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe like you said, we talked about like maybe not not a a good singer mm-hmm. sings it, and or like you say, maybe you just get the lyrics and stuff like that at its broadest form, right? Before it's tweaked up and buffed up to what we know now. Right, it's gonna be like a lot of that shit. Yeah, because I'm they got a tweak it for said artists. You know? Right, like I was like some of these songs were meant for the opposite sex and shit. Yeah, and like like you know Hannah Montana, I mean Miley Cyrus. You, know, you got me calling Hannah Montana. Shit. Like Miley Cyrus got different ad libs than a than a Rihanna. Right, different vocal pitches than a Rihanna. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you add in stuff, you could take out some stuff. So yeah, I, it, yeah, it will be interesting or whatever. I, I try my hardest not to get nothing up though. That's, what, that's what <laughs> right, I, yeah. <laughs> I, like I would say, like now I'm thinking how it's like, which I am. I'll be way more open minded. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you gotta think like some of these people probably passed up shit because like where they were in their career and they don't want to get um viewed as something or you know what I'm saying they think their song might take them to a different demographic or whatever or a different image or some shit like that too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could be like yeah, I, like I, probably talk about Mike. Mike probably just got a plethora of shit just thrown at him and shit. So that he he got the he got seven hundred jumps on the table and all that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so fall to the cracks. Right. Mike they just sent you another hundred and fifty songs. God damn it, Tito. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good good stuff today. Good stuff today. Yeah, fucking love it, man. Love doing a podcast with you, my boy. Oh yeah, same to you, brother. We definitely uh been doing our thing, man. Um so we're about to end this in this because I gotta get ready to stream. Oh, oh you about to stream me? I gotta run to the bank and then I'll be ready to watch said stream. Okay, no uh <laughs> no problemo. But uh there's been another Head for the Hills podcast, and um we out. Bye.